Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners who tune in to my content that is unintelligent and un, uh, unappealing. Appreciate you guys. I don't know why you're listening, evidently. And I don't know why Robbie is associated with me. But I can't really disagree with anything that was uh, said. You know, uh, you're, you're, it, it, there's more truth than I'd like to admit, maybe. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We appreciate all of our great listeners especially our servicemen went out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Uh, yeah, start your day with them. Start your day the right way with Strange Brew Coffee House. They are always taking care of Starkville and Tupelo. And who knows? I, we got we got a tweet this week. They want them down on the coast. They want a brew Luxie. Might as well. Brew St. Louis. They Look, need coffee down there, no, too? No, hold on. That's wrong. Bay St. Brewless. But that would mean without brew. Brewis. There you Brewis. go. Brewis. There you go. That works. That's better. I think that's better than Brew St. Louis. I can I can go with that. Brewport. I, I kind of like Brulux. Hold, hold on, hold on. Pascabrula. Yeah, I like that too. Now we're talking. Bruluxy is the is the Bruluxy is a good one. That's the hub. Yeah, yes. we'll make that one work. So we'll see if we can get that million dollar idea into Need some production. expansion. It, it needs to. Ha- I've been saying it for for years. We need to get them all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, the, the Starbucks is so prominent, and get but them out. so inferior. Yeah, that we've got to have we've got to have a presence. Starbucks is the McDonald's of coffee. It really is. All right, it's like which is why I it's boycott what you get it. the kids to 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 drink to to shut them up. Not not I, not yet. Not, not Natty. One day you're gonna be like, hey, Dad. Look, Becky and I have got a problem. Can you please just watch Natty for an hour? I'm gonna be like, yeah, sure. No, and you're gonna come back. And she's gonna have. A, I'm gonna make sure she has a French fry in hand when she comes. When you pick her up, no, you won't. You'll be cooking like a pork loin or prime You're rib. Right. You could be, a prime rib, for yes. Daddy. All right, you know what? She deserves. She deserves it. prime rib. She's a cute kid, and she's she really sweet. It. All right, uh, College Corner. They got some sweet T-shirts. At College Corner, sweet polos and sweet all sorts of good stuff. Everything you're looking for maroon and white is available at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Pick up something before the game next week. 11 a.m. kick means you don't have time to stand in line. You've got to get to the game, got to get to the tailgate. Do it by shopping at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starbucks' newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. That place was buzzing all weekend long, and next weekend when LSU's in town, it's going to be even more so. So if you haven't been there already, make sure to check out Humble Taco. Head over there, grab yourself some chips and salsa, a handcrafted margarita or an ice cold beer, and some incredible Mexican food that you're not going to find anywhere else. Buddy, we are locked and loaded for a long day here on the Rumblings. I hope you're ready. This might be the the most questions we've gotten. 
I don't know like what it every was. Every week with you, it, it's it's escalating. People like asking; they like your opinions. I'll give you I'll give you credit for that. I, I'm either making people angry mm-hmm. or somewhat intriguing. I guess it could I, be both. I don't know. It could be both. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's start it off with our friend Alexandra Watson, who wants to know: Last year, State had a great first game. Then it went downhill from there. What are the chances this year is the exact opposite, having a bad first game, and then it gets better week after week? Well, the Egg Bowl is going to be a hell of a game if, if Alex is correct on this one. 700 yards passing for Will Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Final score, Mississippi State, 70. Ole Miss, nothing. And yeah, I, I mean. And Alex McDaniel will be in the stadium in full maroon having to watch it. <laughs> And uh, the whole the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do think that I don't know if it's going to be that extreme. Yeah, but I do think this team this is going to be a team that gets better and better as the year goes. I on. do agree with that because we saw it last year. That team when they got some consistency, they got better and better. They looked really good by the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, Mike Leach is on a four game winning streak. He really is. I mean, that's that's something. That's that's, that's I mean. It's something. I, I was I, I didn't think about that till someone mentioned it on the board the other day. But he's literally he's won four straight games. Yeah, I mean that's what was Mullins? Long, I guess Mullins' longest would have been eight. Well, you get, no, it would have been longer because he started, oh he, uh, he after he, the twenty thirteen season he won, he won the last three in twenty thirteen. So was 11, the last three? It was Arkansas, Ole Miss, and, and the Bryce. Games. Yeah, and then he won the so, first eight. So eleven is his longest. Did he start eight and zero that year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I think so. I know he went eight yeah. and zero in twenty twelve. And they lost Alabama during the We Believe. Well, then in that case, is it, well, yeah, because that would have been ten. They would have beaten Ole North, Miss in the bowl. They won the bowl game against Wake Forest. Twenty eleven, and then eight. They lost ten. No, no, no. They lost to Northwestern to end the twenty eleven. No, it was twenty twelve. You're right. You're right. I, I'm confused now. So I'm not. I, I think. I good. think it's eleven for Mullen. Yeah. So, so we got a ways to go. Got a ways to go. And he's got to beat Alabama and A&M. Yeah, he would have to beat A&M, which would be something. (laughs) Uh, Justin Strawn joins in now. Did Mississippi State commit a misdemeanor or a felony when they stole Zach Arnett from Syracuse? That's sort of an underrated storyline, that he had taken the job at Syracuse and then got the opportunity to work in the SEC. Syracuse has to watch him coach and go, damn. Yeah, what? how did this happen? Yeah. I mean, they had this guy on the job. Mm Mm-hmm. And before he coaches a game, he he bolts for Mississippi State, which has happened to Mississippi State a time or two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean they got to be looking at this and saying, "Golly, I cannot believe we missed on this guy." Yeah. In honor of Iowa State getting a Hawkeye grad as the guest picker, what a joke that was for College Game Day. I felt really bad for Iowa State. Um, if State and Ole Miss were to host Game Day again, who would be the absolute best troll guest picker for each side? <sighs> In all honesty, I'm, I don't think I'm too far off. I think if, if it's that Ole Miss, Jake Mangum would be a good one. But yeah. he is not nationally famous enough. It'd be Dak. Dak, but here's the thing. Ole Miss fans would laugh at that because he was 1-2 and two against Ole Miss. That's true, but they'd call A.J. Brown the mayor of Starkville, and he was 1-2. and two, A.J. So. would be a great pick if he yes. was in Starkville. Uh, he he would get booed out of the building. Yes, yeah. You would finally see again. Starkville people love AJ. But yes, like the, that's a the, small percentage. The Starkville people, the yeah. ones that yeah. either Deville don't have ties. CHS Wildcat would be out there with signs. <laughs> but <laughs> they'd be wearing his jerseys. They'd be wearing Starkville jerseys. But for all, do you know what the real answer is? If if College Game Day was at Ole Miss for the Egg Bowl, Brandon Walker. 
Probably. Yes, because he, he, he would stand up there and, and tell the Ole Miss fans to their face what he thought. Yeah. Is is that a big – I know he's, he's at Barstool. Is that a big I, enough name for that fan base? They know who he is, I think. I think. I, I mean, outside of that, who is it, though? I mean, Dak doesn't really work. Mangum isn't – I mean, Dak does work to an extent. It does, but it, again – I know he wasn't successful, but we were just you were just saying AJ. I mean, they I both mean, had the same record. But AJ a, being from Starkville makes it sort of <clears> where that's the troll there for me. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good question. There's a – it's got to be somebody that's going to bring the better, some heat. The better example was, and Double A Andy Atkinson asked this question later. I won't ask the question, but he said it would be State versus Auburn here at State with Cam Newton as the guest. Yeah, oh. that would be nuclear heat. That'd be rough. I mean, it would. He would. I think he might get assaulted. And, and he has like a. You know, remember whenever they came for that game day and they brought the cowbells with the yeah. Auburn stickers on them? Yeah, he's got an Auburn sticker on it ringing. It. Oh. I, I would lose. I might attack him at that point. To be honest with you, <laughs> that'd be ECW Bubba Ray Dudley. That's Bubba Ray heat. Dudley Heat. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more here, and this is a good one from Justin. We'll talk a little basketball. MSU has its first basketball game against Ole Miss on January the eighth. What are the odds the Bulldogs are on a great roll heading into that game with fans starting to show up more and more to the hump, and then go out and lose this game by twenty plus? I saw the schedule the other day. State plays Ole Miss first. I think that's here in Starkville, and then the second game is in Oxford, like a week and a half later. They're, they're both games are in January, and as we know, <laughs> Mississippi State never wins the first game against Ole Miss. Always wins the second game against Ole Miss. I just don't think this Ole Miss team is going to be good at all. They I shouldn't think, be, and I think the state team is going to be really good. I mean, they can potentially lose this ball game, but man, I I just I think the talent is going to be that's sort of been the case the past two years ago. That team was much better than Ole Miss and went up there and got run off the court. That's true. So I don't and know. they ran on Miss off the court. They did. They did. So, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Jacob Shumi asks, no, no responses. Good job, Jacob. Brian, nice to see you at Starville Cafe Saturday with Steve. What was your breakfast choice? Uh, French toast, bacon, smoked sausage. Nice. Simple as that. I keep it simple. I can go with that right now. Uh, Al Killingsworth. You skipped out on Ford Polk. I don't see Ford Polk's question. Well, did he mention right me? After, yeah, he responded so, to the tweet. Did you mute Ford Polk? No, I don't have Ford muted. This is a thing. It, this is happening every week with these questions. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was right after Justin Strawn. Like he he has the notes thing. Like Justin Strawn, they're literally at the same time. It's not. It's not showing up. Let's let's, let's do this. Then. Hold on. Hold on, guys. We're gonna answer your question, Ford. I'm looking out for you. Let's see if we can figure it out. What's going on here? And it shows up there. Okay. So we'll come back. Jacob, we already answered his, so okay. Uh, Ford Polk, who is the happiest man alive, by the way, because he got his wish. Yeah, the game's the at 11 a.m. The game is at 11 a.m. How so, about that? I was, I was, no offense, Ford. You're a nice guy when I, when I met you, but I was kind of pulling for a night game just so, just so he would have to suffer a little bit. Get for, your come up and... For having a fall wedding. What's wrong with you? Uh... Since we didn't go to NC State last year like we were supposed to, do you see us making that up in the future? I'm sure NC State would like their TV money. That, that, that's going to have to happen, I would imagine, because there's yeah. a contract, and it, it, they, they, they will find a – the problem is going to be when, but it's, it's going to be like 20 – it's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, because we have we have uh, these games scheduled until yeah, my daughter's 15 years old. I'm so. pretty sure like State has a power five. I think there's a gap like 20, 33, 34, so maybe in there. 
that's just nuts that we have these games scheduled so far in advance. Yeah. Uh, is there a more appropriate song to run out of the tunnel to than For Whom the Bell Tolls? I absolutely love it. I said it on Twitter. I'll say it again. It's not The entrance itself is not as good. But State comes out to the far superior Metallica song than does uh, Virginia Tech. They really do. Yeah. The That's, only other option would be Hell's Bells. Yeah, Hell's Bells, but I think this is a good one. It's got that driving. Yeah, it, work, it works fine. It's yeah. got the driving beat. It's got yeah. the bell, which the Hell's Bells does too. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is when they switched to that from shipping to Boston or whatever that song was, yeah. which I didn't understand. Yeah, that was just Mullen being weird. When they when they ah, it's a good song. Love the Departed. They moved the locker room and they started the the sliding gate, the yeah. garage door up, and yeah, that was tight. Yeah, I was really tight. Yeah, I, I like I like seeing the gate come up and the, the only I wish Leach was standing there. Moorhead always was out in front with him. Yeah, I wish Leach would too. Uh, uh, Leach is in the very Leach back. comes out behind everybody else, walking around with a coffee cup. Yeah, uh, and then last but not least, why do we have Richard Schwartz on the jumbotron? Isn't he an Ole Miss alum? Not only is he an Ole Miss alum, he won their alum of the year a few years back. I was at an Egg Bowl where they honored him. That's some. If I were in charge, he pays he pays money to the athletic department. He does routinely. pay money, but there is. There, there, are you talking about Mississippi State's athletic department? No, Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah, he is an Ole Miss loyalty foundation member, but obviously he's paying for an ad here. That said, and I understand you know you want to make money, but somebody else will buy that ad. Yeah, I, I would not. Any, I would not sell an that. ad to Richard Schwartz. And on there with his Mississippi State polo I wonder, on. I, and I, I know my friend Rob Hathaway says this a lot. I wonder if his skin burned when he put that shirt on. So, I mean, I, I just thought, yeah. I, he To me, he is literally Saul Goodman. Oh, yeah. Big time. He is the real-life Saul Goodman. Big time. Big time. Uh, okay, now, back to Al Killingsworth. Brian, is there a more drastic difference between owners than Stan Kroenke and Roman Abramovich? I mean, that's pretty. there's a pretty big difference. One guy is totally willing to spend for his team and bring in key players. The other one is not. Simple as that. Robbie, Winston County versus Neshoba County. Winston. No contest. Neshoba, is, is, like, is, that, is there a rivalry there? I don't think so, you know. But I do, I do like Neshoba County. Is Louisville versus Philadelphia, Louisville versus Philadelphia, <clears throat> a rivalry in, in football? No, Louisville is a four A, and Philadelphia is a two A. So never play, okay. So I mean, they do play sometimes, and I think they in the past they played mm-hmm. in somewhat of a rivalry. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Neshoba County, I do enjoy. I love the Neshoba County Fair. I'm wearing the Neshoba County Fair you shirt are. right now, a Hardy T-shirt with yeah. Neshoba County Fair. Um, and that is a, a place that they're, – they're very comparable in producing talent, but it's for two different things. Winston has produced um, some great athletes. They've produced some great coaches. Neshoba is known for its music. Marty Stewart is from there. Mm-hmm. Hardy, of course, is from there as well. Um, you know, there's, there's some great talent that has come out of that, that uh, county and that city of Philadelphia – and my mother's worked there for like 30 years. Okay. So, yeah. But I'm still taking Winston County. There you go. Hale State 94 asks, are there any injuries this weekend? Possibility of anybody not playing? I mean, we don't, we haven't got, Leach doesn't talk about injuries. So. Well, I mean, we, you know, there's there's some, there's a lot of questions in here about Brandon Ruiz. Yeah. And, so the main names I think that you need to know as a possibility is Nathaniel Watson mm-hmm. and Brandon Ruiz. Yeah. And I can't remember anybody else getting injured. Nah. But we're we're never going to get an update on any of that. Yeah, we'll find I out. I think Steve tried to 
work around and try to get Leach to to answer that yesterday when he when he asked he basically asked like do you foresee Scott Goodman and Nolan McCord uh, getting some playing time again this week and Leach was basically like he shut it yeah down. we'll just see we'll see what happens it's a work in progress so I don't know uh, you know with with Mike Leach it's just going to be tight lipped on that stuff but. Ruiz was in street clothes for most of the ball game after kicking uh, a couple of field goals, extra points, that is. Mm-hmm. And um, Nate Watson, I think he played on the hands team, mm-hmm. so he wasn't that hurt. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see him back. All right. Uh, Gene Jordan wants to know, Robbie, why does Twitter hate you this week? Oh, it's not just this week. Robbie's I, one I've, of the most hated men on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm racking up the fan bases at this point. And... It's just, you know, when I say something, it somehow gets to other fan bases and they, they can't stand the fact that someone that covers another team is commenting on their team and it makes them angry. But, you know, I is there a rule where I can't talk about other SEC programs? This is And this isn't just a uh, – <clears throat> Mississippi State fans do it too. Like, they just, it's like people who cover Auburn or cover Oklahoma State or cover Northwestern – they can comment on whatever they want to comment on, right? Yeah, that's their Twitter feed. So it gets it's like, what, what, you know, and and they and they always did, the Auburn fans did it. They always make that leap of, oh, you're saying your team can beat my team. Nobody's saying anything like that. We're just saying this. And, and what did I say that was wrong? They played two terrible football teams. Yeah, and they got really upset that I mentioned that. Well, there's nothing that you can say. All an Auburn fan should say is, Robbie, you're right. But this week we play Penn State, and if we win this game, we'll have our respect. Yeah, that's fine. But then you had, you know, one guy, one state fan was mad at me for uh, making a comment about Dollar Bill getting arrested and, and having a bunch of penalties. Hold him accountable. Be upset at him. Yeah. Don't be, don't be mad at me for calling out the fact that he was arrested last week and he had three or four penalties in the game that hurt the team. That's, that's not my problem. That's his problem. He's got to take care of his business. He's got to be better. So, and I and and apparently there's people that think we represent the university, work for the university. That's not the case. We do not. And for the Arkansas fans, I, I feel that I that maybe I overlooked Arkansas in my top twenty-five. If they win this week, they'll definitely be in. So, there you go. That was that was a um, slight mistake on my on my part, I believe. Okay. So I just wanted to. All right. Uh, Today well, is going to be a good day, though. I'm not going to get in an argument with anybody on Twitter. I'm going to hack your account and just be like, <laughs> I think Dawn Staley's totally overrated. What if I just went complete troll and just went after Lane Kiffin? That's what you should do. Like, I can't believe Kiffin is coming up for all these big jobs. Guy's a loser. Just say it. <laughs> I should just go full heel and yeah. just start embracing it and just be a troll. There you go. Uh, Holden Blake, I'd like to get Brian's take on the Saints. Are they as good as they looked Sunday, or did the Packers play that bad? Are they Super Bowl contenders? Did you watch that game? I watched every minute. So let me let me get your take on the Saints, because I, I, I'm sort of biased. My take is, I thought the Packers didn't play well. But the Saints looked really good, especially defensively. And once they're fully healthy and everybody's playing, they're going to be... Super Bowl contenders, you never know. But they're going to be in the mix for the playoffs. I didn't understand why y'all were so down on Jameis Winston. I was never down. But it's like y'all were so shocked that he was doing what he did. I mean, that's, that's what he does. He... Well, he's kind of a he's kind of a hit or miss guy, but his but his numbers have been really good from a passing yard perspective and touchdown perspective. Yeah. 
He just throws interceptions. That's what I was going to say. He would throw five touchdowns and five picks. But see. Now that he's taking away the picks, looks great. I drafted him in my dynasty league mm-hmm. knowing that I could get a really good value off this guy because he's going to get points. Right. And so I'm not I'm not all that surprised. I mean, okay. he's not Aaron Brooks out there. No, 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 not so, at all. No. God, oh. y'all have oh. some, y'all have y'all have some major pieces on that offense. Mm-hmm. I think the defense is really salty. Mm-hmm. They got a chance to be pretty good. I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's, you know, being in the division with Brady, it's tough. Yeah, we'll see what that's, happens. That's going to be tough. You're going to see him twice. So, yeah. So, American Ron wants to know, longtime listener, first time caller. My question is simple: Have we been lied to about our DBs? Seems like every time I look up from my Traeger, little humble brag there. The other team is throwing a deep ball that's wide open, and thank heavens we've played some D2 quarterback that can't hit the broad side of the barn. Again, I think that's just you know the nature of Arnett's defense to me, is they're going to give up some big plays. But that said, they're not, they've only given up, what, two long passes this year in two mm-hmm. games? I mean, that's, that's not terrible. And I don't think it's really the result of the, of the DBs being bad. I think sometimes it's them being out of place, a little over-aggressive, um, you know, their their eyes are in the wrong spot. I think that this DB group is, is good. But, yeah, I mean, the, I will say in that NC State game, the quarterback just missed some, some big plays down the field. If that's, a, if that's a good throw or if the receivers could catch, then that's a big play. But, yeah, that, that's kind of – that's kind of what's going to happen with this defense. How many times did we see that with Jolie Dunn's defense? Um, you know, blitzing and being over aggressive, and the other team hitting a big play. I mean, that's that's kind of the knock on this defense at times. But we talked about it the other day. Would you rather have a couple of big plays or or get you know just yeah. a team just march down the field on you? Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, dog on the Bayou wants to know late night grub. You sit down at Waffle House late at night. What are you ordering? If I'm really really hungry, I'm just getting you know the big breakfast with mm. eggs, toast, bacon, uh, grits, hash browns. Mm. But my go to order at, at Waffle House is just a, a waffle and bacon. That's, that's a good call. I so <clears throat> I have two Waffle House orders. Now, both of them come with the same hash browns. I want Smothered and covered? No, no, no. I don't want onions, no. I want double-chunked, scattered, double-chunked, triple-covered. I want it basically a ham and cheese sandwich with hash browns in the middle of it, is what I'm getting there. I want okay. as much cheese and ham as they'll put in the hash browns. And then, I either if I want breakfast, I'll get a waffle, sometimes a pecan waffle, but usually just a waffle, and an order of bacon. I ask for it rare. I want the bacon to be a little chewy. I don't like super crispy bacon. Okay. Now, if I want dinner, I'll get the three pork chop platter. They are quite good. So I get three pork chops, comes with Texas toast and my hash browns. My dad gets like, you know, pork chop or steak or yeah. something. I, I don't get a steak <clears throat> there, but I'll definitely get the pork chops. They're good. The order I really want at Waffle House late at night mm-hmm. is a cook slapping the fire out of somebody sitting at the... at the. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could happen. <laughs> Depends on where you go and what time. I want I want my cook to be throwing hands while he's slinging waffles. <laughs> Waffle on two and these hands. <laughs> Customer quarter. Paul hands? said he 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 had uh there was a situation at the Waffle House of Starkville the other day. No. Yeah. Well, why didn't he record? I don't know. He he could have gone viral. Yeah, he was just trying to get some dinner and 
some some lady and some guy were yelling at each other, and then the the boyfriend was the cook, and oh, so he no. came behind the yeah. Oh goodness gracious! All right, Robert Burl wants to know what annual salary would it take for you two to switch jobs tomorrow and tag team the Ole Miss football radio color and play by play. Nobody can know the money is the reason you suddenly change jobs. That's that's kind of funny. People just yeah. Like, All right. Now, first off, <clears throat> we just turned heel. We we just turned heel. So basically, you're the play-by-play guy for Ole Miss. You, you're taking David, David Kellum's job. I'm taking Harry Henderson's, which means we get to make fun of Richard Cross a lot. Okay. Right, let's go down to Richard. I'm sure he's got something interesting to say. Go ahead. <laughs> look at Richard down there with his bow tie yeah, on. Richard down there with his red pants. He doesn't look bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's a six-figure job. Oh, easily. Yeah, you, I, I'm saying like the, I'm saying like 150 thousand. There needs to be three numbers, you know, before and after the comma. I feel like I need to have a house included in that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't want to pay any bills. I don't want it to be. I I don't want to be like okay. Well, I've got to upgrade in my salary, but I'm also yeah. Uh, the market's a little different in Oxford. And if I want a nice house, it's gonna the salary's gonna not, yeah yeah we're, gonna be we're, supp- we're, yeah. I, I want I want it to be supplemental to what I'm having. I agree. Right now, also also, we don't ever have to pay at Southern Coop. Hey, that's that every meal there is potty toddy. Oh, he said it. Oh, he just said it out loud. He said the quiet part. My God. <laughs> All right, James King, welcome back, James. What's more annoying, the fans who criticize everything and are never happy or the fans who refuse to criticize anything and come after those who do? It's, for me, 100% the latter. Yeah, the you, people you're who not a fan like, of the... I can't say... These are people who, they care more about the employees of Mississippi State than Mississippi State. Like, if Mike Leach can do no wrong. If Mike Leach quit today, these same people would be like, I didn't like him. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think that was a good idea. I'm glad we're getting back to running the ball. Right. These people work for the university. The university is what matters. So when the university does things poorly, you, you go want you want the university to improve. Like the thing that was going around last week with the the ratings out of Forbes, and everybody's trying to find excuses for why. Well, they, they don't take this into account, and they, they it doesn't matter. There is a rating, and Mississippi State is dead last among Power Five schools in it. What was it? It was the Forbes uh, ratings of colleges. Like hit, like the money that the employees make. Yeah, like, yeah there, there was a bunch of different things, right? <clears throat> it doesn't matter what the the reasoning is. It's not like they just came up with a list and said, "All right, now no matter what, Mississippi State's gonna be dead last." They have a formula, and state finished last. You should want to be better. Simple as that. Now, do some people go too far where they're complaining? Absolutely. But a lot of the times, it's justified. Especially when it's little things that could be easily fixed. You know, if someone's like, hey, the end zone would look better if it was not just white lettering. I mean, how can anybody disagree? Well, the only thing... But then when you go... The only thing I've said about that is I don't know... I don't don't know the process. I don't know the process either. So I, I can't just say, like... I, I didn't like the people saying that they're lazy, mm-hmm. that they're... Right. Do That's better at your job. Right. Like, that's just people who, who just went too say, far. Just say, I wish it was this. Yeah, those people, like I said, they went too far. But, but that's the thing. People can't people can't criticize constructively. Right. They have to say, you know, this sucks. This looks like a high school. Like, people yeah. can't just say, hey, is there a reason that our sound system but sounds like this? You have the other side of that where you have MSU employees, like, just not just saying, well, let me explain to you why I can't do it. 
It's, you know, just not enough hours in the day. Oh, if you think you could do better, get on out here. Like, I, that's one thing that always bothers me is if you think you can do better, get on out, go do it. Like, that's what they pay you for. You know, if you think you can do my job better, that's what, you know, come do it. I, the the thing that I get annoyed with is the people that demand things happen oh, that yeah. don't do anything. Yeah. The people that don't the people that aren't yeah. going to to put their, you know, two cents you got, in. You gotta legitimately put your two cents in. Yeah, I mean But that said, and I say this all the time, <clears throat> man, I'm not a chef, but I can tell you when my food's burnt. All right. Just because I don't do something for a living doesn't mean I can't come it's what you just talked about with college football. I can I I can tell you that, hey, I don't think that the field looks good. I don't have to be a turf manager to tell you I don't think the field looks good. What did we say last week? Like the, you know, the people were just like, when have you coached? Yeah. Well, you don't know more than the coach. Well, the there's, tra- there's some, been some really dumb decisions made by coaches yeah. that the average fan could do a better job on, on certain things. These are the same people, by the way, who, you know, if they're Republican, are criticizing Joe Biden every minute of the day. Have you ever been president? How do you know what being president's about? <laughs> it's just, yeah. So. All right, a little rant there. <laughs> Take a breath and we'll move forward. Drew, F- Drew Fiorinelli, are you concerned at the lack of attention Jet Johnson has received for what was seemingly a great game for him? I mean, what, what we talked about. He was about my defensive MVP in my yeah. uh, weekly article. What, what lack of attention. We talk, we talk, I, th- I talked about him on the show. We talked about him on uh, Sports Talk Mississippi. He was great. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's got some shine. He's got some shine from last week. All right, and then also brownies, center or edge piece. Um, if it's warm, mm-hmm. center. Yeah, fresh out of the oven. But but if it's been sitting there, you want the edge. I, you I know, I don't ever want the edge. I always want the center. I I, I think I'm going to lean towards center. Yeah. No matter what, but it's at its best whenever it's fresh out of the oven. Yeah. I got a I got a uh, fudge brownie, big fudge brownie at the house right now. Becky, yeah. Becky fixed that oh. a couple weeks ago, yeah. or maybe no, last week. Yeah, and you know it's been sealed up good, so it's Time still really it. good. Time to get it today. Yeah, it's we've been digging into it. It's that, almost gone. That and a v- little scoop of vanilla ice cream on. Top. I need some ice cream. I need yeah. some ice cream. Our good friend and host Steve Robertson asked, "Why does Robbie hate every SEC school?" <sighs> that includes it's Mississippi just, State. Yeah, I mean, and, and and there's times where where I'll say something that people consider me like toting water for the university. So I just can't, I can't win for losing. No, none of us can. <clears throat> none of us can. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, the entire SEC is has been in my mentions at some point, I believe. Yeah, it feels that way. I don't think I've I don't think I've had Georgia fans in there. I've been pretty good to Georgia. Yeah. Which member of the MSU media would win in a game of Trivial Pursuit? Okay, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I would win. I think you would be up there. Yeah, yeah. I would win. I I feel like I could hold my own in Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. I, I just, I just, if Stephen Agostinelli is listening, he, he'll back me up on this. You you play Trivial Pursuit? You Trivial Pursuit We used to guy? play a, lo- a long time ago. I haven't played in a long time, but I mean, I know my trivia. So, What is the best Denzel Washington movie? That's a good question. Um, you know, probably my favorite is Remember the Titans. Okay, but I I really I really think like Training Day mm-hmm. or like John Q is probably 
those those movies the the dramatic mm-hmm. movies that he's in is probably going to be the answer i don't know just if for his is, best role i don't know if this is the best but i know that my favorite is man on fire yeah love that movie yeah coach alan mckean ask if you're usc who do you hire as your next football coach well coach alan mckean if you're available i would hire you guy can win anywhere he won a mississippi state um you got to go outside usc Yes. So I feel like the number one, the top guy is going to be James Franklin. Who wants that job right now? Oh, anybody would want that job. They're going to pay big. And it's, I, it's I just think that they have, yeah, but I just think they have a mess of an administration. It's kind of well, a, they, they've got, they've they've improved that. They they've got an actual athletic director in there now, and yeah, I think they. And I don't think USC is is really what it was. It's not, but it can easily get back. I mean, they just they they're just they have more money. I don't think that they're going to be able to hire who they think they're going to be able to hire. Really? Okay. I think. Well, that's. I mean. I mean, I think that they haven't tried to hire anybody in a long, long time. I mean, they've just I, sort of promoted from within. I think they tried, and they realized this is probably the best direction. I don't think they're going oh, to be able. No to get way. The people. I agree with that. With Clay Helton. I don't think they believe. I don't think they believe that you thought Clay Hilton was the best guy. No, for the that's job. my point. That's, like, that's my point. That they they, they don't they they, they didn't, didn't think they, that they they that. They missed out on some guys initially, and they had to no, settle. No, I, I think they were poorly run and just decided, "Hey, Clay Helton's the next guy up." I, Maybe I, so, Mike. I, I mean, don't think they're. Go- I don't think they're going to be able to hire, you know, wh- whoever they want. If if Urban Meyer is zero and eleven at the end of the the college football season, he might consider. If he's zero and eleven, he's going back to Fox to be. He, he a, might pull a Petrino and just be like, "No, I'm going back to college." I think he just might go to the radio, the bar- broadcast booth. We'll see. His his he's gonna have some chest pains again, mm-hmm. headaches. All right, Kevin some Wright. Cold pizza. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's one of the all time great pictures. Kevin Wright. Can Ronaldo make a difference for Man United, or is he past his prime? Robbie. Oh, Robbie's asleep. Uh man, you've already seen he scored two goals in the first game. Uh, he's got, as we're recording, Champions League play has started, and he's already got a goal there. Uh, yeah, he's going to make a difference. Is there a player from last year's football team that could start and make a difference on this year's team? So. I thought about this. I want to hear what your answer is, but I have an idea. Errol Thompson? I thought that was okay, but I think State is good enough at linebacker. My thought was Marcus Murphy. Possibly. I was just going to go with Errol, and then you have Nate Watson adding depth to that linebacker crew. What about Osiris Mitchell? Possibly, like but that up, I feel like they've upgraded there. They, they they've got a good wide receiver crew. Yeah. I mean, well then people don't want to hear this, but if, if Kylan Hill's locked in, yeah, that might be your guy. That's actually a good choice. Yeah, that's if a good he's choice. if he's locked in and playing at his best, that might be your guy. Yeah. Dog Pack says early morning brew to get prime for an eleven a.m. game. What are you going with? Um. Hot chocolate? I don't know. I don't drink coffee. Ah. Well, I think he means like uh, beer. Oh. I don't know. I'm not going to drink a beer at 11 a.m. See, I'm not big on, on beer before lunch. I'll drink alcohol. I'll drink liquor. So I'm thinking I'm going to have a screwdriver. Mimosa. A screwdriver. Okay. Well, vodka, orange juice. Good enough. There you go. Close. That, that, that close. way you get a buzz and your full recommended daily allowance of vitamin C. It's healthy. There you go. It's healthy. Uh, Jared Bean asks, what would Dak Prescott do in the air raid? I feel like uh, the answer is thrive. Yes, he was basically running it in 2015. Yeah. 
that they had, they had, they had a lot had, of concepts. They had yeah. pretty much abandoned, maybe not abandoned, but they had thrown out a lot of the read option at that point, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of dropping back, staying in the pocket all game. Man, they they were almost running it at that point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Will Fry. I can't quite remember, and I don't think Google can help me with this, but which SEC West team has yet to play in Atlanta for the championship? I don't really count A&M because they've only been here for like 10 years. All right, so A&M out. All right, obviously Alabama has played. We know State's played. Auburn has played. They've won a national title. LSU has played. They've won a national title. Arkansas. Yep. Yeah, they've been there. Yeah, yeah, a few times. Who's left? Who are we missing? There's, there's one the only left. team left is Mississippi. It's them. They have not played in Atlanta. Good, good call, Will. Good call. Uh, rumbling Bully. My wife came with me to her first state game this weekend. Between the perfect weather, a win, no traffic, and good company, it's one of the best game experiences possible, and she loved it. How do I balance using this as an excuse to go to more games and tempering her expectations? It's going to be tough. Because, I mean, you think about this upcoming weekend, the LSU game. I mean, there's going to be more traffic for sure. Uh, State, I think State will win as we sit here today. But, I mean, it's possible they would lose. I don't know what the weather is going to be like next Saturday. It's going to be very difficult for you, my friend. Uh, I I don't... it, it would be it would be something if you put together a streak. I'll put it that way. You can maybe you can at least get in one more game. Maybe maybe so. I would think so. Uh, Trotter Flynn, what movie has produced the best gifs? So off the top of my head, Django. Like all the DiCaprio yeah. stuff is fun. Uh, if we were if we were going with. Um, a TV series would be The Office. The Office would be. I see right. those gifs more than anything. Yeah, I see them all the time. Um, but movie wise, The Godfather has a lot. Yeah. Um, Animal House has some. Um, people use Home Alone stuff a lot. You know. Um, just trying to think—is there one that like really stands out for me? Like you don't see a whole ton of Star Wars gifs. There's some out there, but there's not a ton. The Marvel movies, not a lot. Yeah, most of most of the GIFs are really yeah. like TV series. I'm just trying like to think that. of like stuff that I use on, on, on a lot of occasions. I use a lot of Django. Yeah. So that was the Caprio. Yeah. Uh, Allen or it says A Mart forty three. So whatever. Uh, has there ever been a state quarterback with better numbers through seven games? I would have to look back at Dax last year. My guess is he's probably pretty close. Yeah, I mean, just purely passing, probably not. Mm-hmm. But you know, there there's some quarterbacks that had some impressive ball games. You know, Nick Fitzgerald, yeah. from a running perspective, whenever he made his uh, that start against South Carolina, he had like a hundred and something yards rushing. Yeah, in terms of total offense, he probably he might have had a stretch like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Will from Bunker Hill asks, if you were a wrestler, what state coach, past or present, would be your manager? Uh, Mike Leach. You want Mike Leach to be your manager? Yeah. Okay. He would be, he would be good on the mic. That's true. He cut some good promos. He'd be, you know, he's, he's got some, he's got a bag of tricks. He's been around the block for a while. Yeah. I see Emory Ballard as like a Colonel Parker kind of guy. I could see that. Yeah, that would work. Richard Williams would be like a good one. He, Richard Williams could be like Jim Cornette. Yeah, and you know, 
Vic Schaefer. He'd be able to Vic get a good Schaefer promo. is a good choice. He's got that rolled up piece of paper and his yeah. stomping his feet. You could put a cowboy hat on him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Vic Schaefer might be my answer, yeah. Uh Bryce Overby asks, any updates on recruiting and where we stand with players? Definitely slower right now. Haven't seen anything on anyone in a while. Looks like the next two guys I would expect to commit if they're going to commit to Mississippi State are Quintel Jones and Stone Blanton. Is that about right? Yeah, I think you know Stone Blanton will be here next week for his official visit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we've been waiting and watching for. Mm-hmm. If he delays and he doesn't announce anytime mm-hmm. right after that, visiting Ole Miss this weekend, isn't he? I don't know. Possibly, mm-hmm. he was in Starville this week. This okay. weekend too. So. I believe, I'm just but um, he's got them on the outside. Okay, he's it, it, many people have had them on the outside, and then they go up there, and their hearts are opened up miraculously. I don't, I still don't see that with him, but who knows? I think you're going to start seeing recruiting pick up a little bit now that Mississippi State can host people on campus. Yeah, they weren't able to host anybody in that first game because of the uh, Tudor Gate stuff. I think still overlapping lingering issues there yeah Yeah. but i believe that now you're going to start seeing that pick up a little bit because guys are able to come to campus and things like that all right uh the rumbling bully i'm in law school at the university of memphis what's the most subtly obnoxious thing i can do to represent my alma mater this week ring a cowbell i had an idea no you know he wants it to be subtle right oh just put a cowbell in your bag just Don't ever walk bring it around. Out, but you're going to walk around and people will hear it as it shifts around in the bag and they'll be like, what is that noise? But you don't ever actually pull it out. Like, could do that. I like that. I think in terms of being subtle, that's the one. Yeah, you could do that. So, Or you could get a Hail State ringtone and just not have your phone on silent and just like tell us, hey, just give me a call at the beginning of class, you know, something like that. Yeah. That's fine. Would, would they know, would the law students in Memphis know what the – what the fight song was? I think so, because most of them are probably grew up Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans anyway. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Hayden Hughes, this is a good question, but, I mean, you're asking me for 22 answers, so got to skip that one. Andrew Noble, does the Bama line versus Florida feel like easy money? It's minus 15.5. We've all seen Mullen play Bama before. I'll think Bama big. Do you think Florida has the horses to keep this within 15.5? Well, well. No. No. I'm going to lose big. Yeah, I... If I was a betting man, I would put some money on that. Yeah, I, I think Alabama wins that game by 17-plus, easily. Uh, Taylor Ball, thoughts on State's odds against LSU? Does the 11 a.m. kick affect them? I don't think so. I think State has a great chance to beat LSU right now. Right now, I would pick mm-hmm. State to win. Yeah. Um, I want to see what they, what they do this weekend, Mississippi State. If they come out and take care of business, I, I'm probably going to pick Mississippi State to win that I game agree. next week. I, I just. Agree. I don't trust LSU. They feel like they're teetering a little bit. They feel like they're on they, the verge. They, they are on the verge, and State could provide the knockout. <clears throat> With Haynes King out, what chance do you get State in College Station? A much better one. Yeah, much better. You know, the 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 offense is going to have to score some points in that ball game. Um, obviously, you got to score points to win, but you're going to have to be better than 14 that you had last year. You you cannot lose games in the NFL and, and be win. outscored. Yeah, and win. But, so uh, yeah, no, I think the, I, now A and M's very good defensively. But last year they had Spiller mm-hmm. and uh, Kellen Mond had been there for four yeah. years. They had really good wide receivers and they scored twenty eight against Mississippi State's yeah. defense. And that defense kind of held its own for a good part of that ball game. Yeah. 
And Costello like, gave him a couple turnovers too. Yeah. You you feel like Mississippi State's going to be able to get off the field against A&M's offense because I just don't think they're that great. Right. It's just, can they score? Yeah, exactly. Jeff Hart wants us to rank these ice cream flavors. French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, and cookie dough. In case you didn't realize what that is, that's the ice cream that uh, Tag Team is talking about yes. in that commercial. So, rank them. So... Can you go through those again? French I, vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie, cookie dough. dough. Now, my question is this. Are they saying chocolate slash peanut butter slash cookie dough? Chocolate. Are, are they saying it's chocolate, slash. peanut butter, cookie dough? No, I don't think that's a thing. Okay. I mean, you could it make could it. It could be. It would be delicious. Yeah. French vanilla is at the bottom. Okay. I don't I don't want that. All right. Um, Rocky Road's really good. Chocolate's... I, I'm not a big chocolate ice cream guy, mm-hmm. so I'm going to put it ahead of French vanilla. Okay. Um, vanilla is going to be my is going to be next up, then peanut butter, and then. Rocky You've already got Road. vanilla. You had vanilla last. French vanilla. No, no, French French vanilla is not vanilla. But vanilla is not on here then. Oh, okay, it's not French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Okay, so we're going to go. Rocky Road, mm-hmm. peanut butter, mm-hmm. um, and cookie dough number one. Cookie dough, no. Rocky Road's number one. Okay, okay. Peanut butter, cookie dough, okay. chocolate, French vanilla. Okay, so I'm different than you. The, 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 yours, once again, yours are peanut butter. Yours are Rocky Road, peanut butter, cookie dough, chocolate, vanilla. Yes, right. French vanilla. French vanilla. I don't like chocolate ice cream. I don't either. And I'm not, not a big fan, so it's last for me. And then Rocky Road is made out of chocolate ice cream, so it's fourth. But it's a little, but it's, it's a little, a little better. It's a little better. That's why it's I don't fourth. like plain chocolate. So I don't know that I've ever had peanut butter ice cream. Pretty good. So I'm gonna put it third. Vanilla is. I love vanilla ice cream. French vanilla ice cream. It's fine. I like it. Now that said, I'm gonna put magic shell on it. I don't just want a plain bowl of vanilla ice cream. Okay. But I love vanilla ice cream. And then chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Cookie dough ice cream is my favorite ice cream. So that's number one by a landslide for me. Uh, let's see here. Andrew Bowie wants to know, I love that Will Rogers is consistently looking downfield even when he has room up the middle to take it a few yards because there are many QBs in the league that will tuck it and run after any kind of pressure. Am I crazy for being just a little worried in the future he might try to force that pass and result a turnover instead of just running the ball? I mean, that, that's a f- fair concern, you know. I'd like to see him tuck it and run a few more times. A couple more times a game, yeah. Leach, He's definitely even, some opportunity. Leach even mentioned on Monday that he'd like to see that too. Yeah. That, that there's There was a time where he was they were trying to run the clock out and he threw the ball out of bounds and he had plenty of room, plenty of room to run and just slide and get the first down and, and keep the clock ro- rolling. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's times where you're looking out there like, just tuck it. Just tuck it and run. Yeah. Eli Sykes, who will make the biggest impact this season defensively, Jet Johnson or Randy Charlton? Uh, Charlton probably, because yeah. I think Nate Watson is going to be your middle linebacker yeah, if he's healthy most of the time. I agree. Uh, the next two questions I got are both about college game day pickers. So, uh, Stephen Norris says, my son's name is Archer Norris. Where can I buy an Archer Trafford jersey, and when can we expect him to start? I don't know what number Archer Trafford is, but my guess is you can probably buy one now. Uh you, you would have to get you would have to get it personalized. Yeah, and then uh, that said, I mean, I think of another bad week of Tucker Day, they're going to have to make a move. They can't they can't have thirty yard punts. Yeah, I mean that was that was not good. 
Yeah. A lot of shanks. And, you know, he was holding on the on the kick that missed in game one and had the laces in. Yeah. So it's, it hasn't been. Laces out! <laughs> Dan Marino. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, where are we? Sean Connolly. Not Sean Connery. Sean Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I do it? No. Why does our athletic success the past 30 years bother Ole Miss fans so much? Ha, 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 ha. Um, it's a good question. Like, this is what I always sort of laugh at with Ole Miss fans is even the young ones still think it's 1962. Yeah. They still think that, you know, Ole Miss is a, a elite football program when it's just not. It's the same, it's on the exact same level as Mississippi State. And State has been better in basketball and in baseball than Ole Miss has. And yet... Try telling them that, and they've they've accomplished more in the SEC than Ole Miss has. Yeah, because they've actually been to an SEC yeah. championship game. Yeah, since the division split in '92, whose overall football program has been better? I would say Mississippi State's. It's close. It's more consistent. Yeah, because that they've had some higher highs at yeah. times, but they've also had big stretches. Where they've been really, really bad. Exactly. States just had during that time period. They just had one stretch where they weren't good, and that yeah. was when Cream was, was here. Yeah. And the end of Jackie Sherrill. Right. It was like 2003 to 06. Yeah. And then 08. Yeah. But they've had you know Billy Brewer. They had the incident with stuff with that. Then they had Houston Nut tanked. Mm-hmm. Then they had the thing happen with Hugh Freeze. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cyclical with them. They get really, really good, and then they just yeah, tank because um, they have the same pattern that happens every time, and we'll see if that continues. Uh, Jared Gardner, I'm currently at Disney World. Anything y'all recommend? What do you got over there? You're a big Disney guy. I mean, if I said hey, rides and stuff. Or? Yeah, like what? What would you if you said that you can ride? Let's let's do one ride and one restaurant. Where would you go? One ride and the entire. If you're any like, Disney this park. is my this is my favorite ride at Disney. What is it? Gosh, I. That's put me on the spot uh, because there's I like I like different rides at different parks. Okay, so all right, well then, what's at, at Magic Kingdom? At Magic Kingdom, I'm gonna want to go to, um, gosh, what's my favorite ride there? I mean, Magic Kingdom's kind of like it's not really known for its thrill rides. No, no, but I, if rides. I go to if I go to Magic Kingdom, I have to go to Haunted Mansion. Okay, I have to go to Haunted Mansion. All right, um, you know, Animal Kingdom. Expedition Everest okay. is one of the best rides that Disney World has. Sure. Hollywood. In, Hollywood is going to be Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. And then, and if you can get in the Star Wars right, ride. Right, that's, that's going to be a while. And that, I, I waited six hours to get on that ride because you have to, you have to basically sign up right at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you don't get in right away, mm-hmm. you have to sign up again in the park at 1 p.m., and then you wait in a in a long line behind, you know, you got it tells you when to come. So I I went at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a incredible experience. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do it again. Right. So, rock and roll. What's your uh, Epcot ride? I don't like Epcot for the rides, but if if I'm going there, mm-hmm. it's going to be Mission to Mars or Mission okay. Mission Space. Mission that's, that's Space. That's a fun ride. Yeah. yeah. I'll grant you that. You're so. you're basically in a in a flight simulator. Couple give me a couple spots to eat. 
Doesn't matter where. Um, so we went to downtown Disney, which is mm-hmm. Disney uh, Springs now. Disney Springs, yeah. and went to Wolfgang Puck's uh, restaurant, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. I had a um a, a good pizza there that was that I really enjoyed. Okay, even though it was nine p.m. when I ate. <laughs> it can be that way sometimes. Yeah. All right. Uh, my recommendation would be to leave, but that's just me. You're you're such a party pooper. I don't. I'm not a Disney guy. Ah, uh, uh, walking bully. Oh, no- uh, another another thing. If yeah. you're uh, a dad, which I'm I'm assuming you are. Yeah. Uh, at this stage in life, you need Vaseline on your thighs. Gold Bond medicated powder. Let me speak that, on this. I but, am an expert on this subject. So I, you know, you, you're allowed to take a backpack in there, right? Or at least you used yes. to be. So we would always pack a thing of Gold Bond medicated powder. And about midway through the day, I'd be like, all right, I need to go to the restroom. And I'm telling you, people probably thought Tony Montana had been in that, that <laughs> stall after I walked out. Just powder everywhere. But you know what? I never got chafed. No chafing. No chafing for Brian Haydad. So, some, sometime around 30, I started, the, the thighs you, you started touching to, each got, other. Yes, you got to take care of that. Man, it's when rough, I, dude. I, I it, do it, 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 it comes up out, quick in Disney If World. I go out, I'm, I'm like going to do it in the morning before I go out. I do it yeah, preventatively. And then I'll, I'll freshen up. You know, woman, woman freshens up her makeup, man freshens up his thigh powder. You literally go to the powder room. I basically, yeah. Just like, just... Just get up in there. Yeah. I'm telling you, though. I mean, at a certain stage in life, it it's hits. that way. So and, I don't know if you're there, Jared, but it, it will happen to you. And it starts when you're getting off the tram. So yeah. I mean, you, you don't really have and a it's whole the lot worst of time. Thing ever. Like you just feel like that little twinge. It's yes. like, oh no, start to burn. So if you don't have the powder, you're 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 screwed. <laughs> you're you're gonna be like waddling around. You're like, no, I'm just gonna sit here. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walking Bully says there's been a ton of OL hate, online hate, in the last 12 months. When you throw it 60 times a game, what's an acceptable number of sacks? In a game? Yeah. I mean, two two is fine, I would yeah. say. I mean, I you mean, don't want to get If you have excessive. one sack every 25 attempts, that's about right, isn't it? They, they had one sack this past week, which I thought was on, really good. On what, 49 uh, attempts? 50, I think it was 50 pass pass snaps okay so yeah that's not bad yeah. that's not bad at all but i would take two two is still acceptable yeah i think that's fine so. mangum cafe what's your favorite shania twain song man i feel like a woman mine is uh still the one just because it says for life and i always do the nwo thing. i do i've done the same thing since i was in for sixth grade life. I think. yeah i had two sisters so we listened to a lot of Shania Twain, Reba McIntyre, Trisha Yearwood mm-hmm. growing up. Um, so, and of course, we listened to Shania Twain, mm-hmm. a Canadian country singer. Yeah. But yeah, when I hear "Let's Go Girls," yeah. the blood gets boiling. <laughs> Let's move on into the. By the way, Robbie, we are still. We're not even halfway there. We are, <laughs> this is a this we're is a at long four minutes, and we are. Hey, let's home. just let's just let's accept just enjoy it. it. And we got we got time to to all roll right. here. Well, this is brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Welcome Home Beef products are available all across the state of Mississippi right now, especially up here in North Mississippi. They're in Louisville. They're in Olive Branch, Pontotoc, Corinth. If your local grocery store isn't carrying Welcome Home Beef, then you're missing out on some of the best steaks, burgers, roasts, and other cuts from the cow that you can possibly imagine call your local grocery store and tell them hey 
We want Welcome Home Beef on the shelf. It's a Mississippi company, and let's support them. Why don't you give Welcome Home Beef a call and find out how you can get their products in your local grocery store. That number is 662-268-8148. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Smoked Southern Soul Food. Some of the best barbecue, but not just barbecue. It's not just barbecue when you go to Two Brothers. Don't Two Brothers Barbecue is cutting them short, man. They are Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Head over there next weekend when you're in town for Mississippi State versus LSU. It will be a party out there in the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems has a two-way plan to take care of you, just like Mike Leach and Zach Arnett. The offense is a selection of technological products that your office needs to thrive. Everything it needs, computers, uh, printers, uh, fax Do people still do fax machines? Is that just a signing, signing day? day thing? Just signing day. But whatever your office needs, they've got it at Advantage Business <laughs> Systems. And defensively, they back it up with an incredible customer service policy. They're going to treat you like you would be treated from your next-door neighbor. And that's what Advantage Business Systems really is. They are your neighbors. They are a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They've been doing business in this state with their fellow Mississippians for 46 years. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. 601 601- 362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Alan Parker asked, if you are a contestant in the Dr. Pepper tuition giveaway, are you going with the chess pass or the traditional overhead mechanics? For me, Robbie, I would not do the chess pass. I don't no. care if I lose or not. I'm going to throw the football as it's supposed to be thrown. I'm going to have my dignity. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not going to resort to anything like it that. It makes me laugh so hard that the uh, the 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 Dr Pepper like forbids the announcers from making fun of the people throwing at chess throwing chess passes. That's how you know they're wrong. Yeah, they're being censored. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to see anybody d- d- doing a chess pass. I don't want to see anybody doing a granny shot. Yeah. in basketball. Uh, I don't mind a granny shot. I do. I don't mind I don't, that. No, no, that's, that's, that's not how you're supposed to shoot. Rick Barry is a Hall of Famer who shot granny shots for uh, for free throws. Okay, I don't mind that. I I, I mind it. I've I've often said, and it, I think I think Rick Barry told Shaq this: if Shaq had shot his free throws granny style, he'd have averaged like another twelve points a game. Maybe he'd, he'd, if he was he'd, good at it. Well, it's almost hard. It's hard not to be good at the granny shot. I, you you can still miss with the granny. You shot. can, it's not but be, you're not going to be. I mean, he was what, like a career 55% free throw shooter? Yeah, he was off. What if he was 75%? That he, was, he would have broken Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. It was such a struggle to I mean, see it. Like, he would just Jack. he would just like be yeah. like so focused in and and, and yeah. like try to shoot it with like two fingers exactly. and just bang it off the rim. Yeah. Uh, Norm wants to know, what's the most absurd rule in football that you've encountered? We talked about the one-point thing the other day. I still think that fumbling through the end zone being a touchback. I don't like that. That's a terrible rule. Yep, I don't like that. And that came around, didn't that come around like right around the time that Vic Ballard did that? That had, that's not a, that's not a really old rule, is it? Is it that? I don't know the answer to that. I think it's always been the rule. But I could be wrong. I don't think I don't think it is. I, I remember Vic Ballard. I could still see that. Oh, that oh, was brutal. Brutal. So brutal. What a great football game! But that was that was an excellent football game. Uh, Dalton Lee, I can't wait to ask this question because I got a lot. I I got my own questions. My wife bought a five hundred dollar hair dryer. What? Oh no! How can a hair dryer cost five hundred dollars? Dalton, you have to step in. What buddy. does it do differently? Then a $10 hair dryer. Is it made of gold? Do you have like the coming to America 
Remember when Akeem had the gold? <laughs> oh, man, got these great toothbrushes here, man. Is that what we've got here? You a just gold need hair dryer? You just need heat and air. I to use blow God's hair dryer. I just let my hair dry. I, I do the same thing, but Dalton, you, fine. Let's, let's you can't. Let's get to the actual You're question. married now. You can't let this. I, I got I got a spending like anyway, this happen. Here we go. Our anniversary, Christmas, and her birthday are all within the next four months. Does this mean I have to buy something for each steal, or does this factor into one of the budgets for gifts? I, I got to say, you could skip one at this point. No, you can't. Well, you can't really skip one, but you can just get a bouquet of flowers. You can't bank You can't bank uh, money. I think you, for you the anniversary, it. you can just get flowers and be like, you got a $500 hair dryer. You, you, you got to buy I, something for every That said, for occasion. Dalton, I think this is Dalton's, this might be his first anniversary. Coming. Yeah. So he's sort of screwed on that. You might just be screwed on this one, Dalton, but my God, a $500 hair dryer? You, what I would say, Dalton, is you need to pick something you want that's, for 500 bucks and, and match that purchase, exactly. But you know that's not going to... Oh, it's not how it works. not going to happen. But because he's, he's going to pick out like, okay, well, I want to go on a trip here, mm-hmm. and I want to go see you know Mississippi State at Texas A&M or something, yeah. and the response is going to be... No, you can't do that. I said, well, you just spent five hundred dollars on this. Yeah, but mine's gonna mine's gonna last a lot longer. Yeah. Than so yours. that's what I'm saying. Go get it. Go get a Go buy a nice grill. Go get a Traeger. Yes, that's a good idea. That's what you should do. Good idea. Jason Neil Galt asks. Uh, hold on, Jason. Your first question sort of uh, sort of cut off, so I'm gonna skip it. Uh, how is Kentucky versus South Carolina worth a night game, but State LSU isn't? What channel is it on? ESPN two. Oh. It's not. It's not. Then. Not at all. If it was on the SEC network, I would say because the ratings are going to be higher for Mississippi State at 11 a.m. on mm-hmm. ESPN than they will be at 6 p.m. on SEC network. But, yeah, that doesn't I mean, make any sense at all because I don't think that's going to be a good game. That being said, all of the blame for that goes on LSU. If they were undefeated, this would be – if LSU was undefeated in a top 15 team, that's this true. game would be on television. So. That's true. Uh, it feels like the Good Brothers' time in the Elite is over. Do the Bucks take the Impact titles off of them? I don't think so. Did, did was it weird that they weren't even mentioned the other day from Adam Cole, or was that's, that a, was that a coincidence? I think I think they're going now that Adam Cole is there and there's four of them. They'll start to phase the 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 Good Brothers out a little bit. I thought it was strange they didn't even impact. mention them at all. Like yeah. he was just by the way, all he did was talk about the. the do main you watch core. Being the Elite? No. So these last two episodes. The first one, they did a seance to bring Adam Cole back from the dead, and it was hilarious. Like he 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 they 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 go to the seance, and then everybody's like making fun of Kenny for having the seance, yeah. and then they cut away and they come back, and Adam Cole is standing there, and he's like, "It's like this doesn't look like Reseda, California at all." <laughs> he's like, "Why does my mouth take like taste like Monster Energy drink?" And he's like, "Super Dragon." Super Dragon, where are you? <laughs> so, he's, so that happens. And then the next one where he's back, he's like, so hold on. We're not the Bullet Club anymore? And Kenny starts, he starts dying. He's like, we haven't been that for years. Eventually, Kenny's going to turn on him. He will. And but, that, that's going to be a great feud. So he just keeps saying, he's like, so hold on. So, so I have it straight. Cody's not in the group anymore, but he's a reality TV judge. <laughs> and then finally, he's like, uh, He's leaving. He's like, you want to get a drink for the road? And he's like a monster. And he goes, yeah. You know what? I'll take one of these instead. <laughs> he won't take the monster. And then he's like, I'm going to go find Hangman and have a beer with him. I'm like, no, no, don't go do that. Go, don't, don't, don't have a drink with him. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? I'm going to go find Hangman. <laughs> That's funny. So it's really funny. 
Uh, his last question from Jason Neal Gaunt, top five Alice in Chains songs. That would be gimmick infringement if we were to do that. Leave those to Steve Robertson. We, are not, we will not rank songs here on this program. What's number one, program. though? For me? Yeah. Down in a hole. I was going to go with that, but yeah. since you said that, I'm going to go with Rooster. Rooster is a great song. Uh, Dalton Lee, besides the outcome, what was most surprising to you about Saturday's game against NC State? How easily State stopped them running the football? Yeah. Well, they just dominated them. I thought that they would be able to stop them running, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the defense as a whole just clamping down for three and a half quarters mm-hmm. was, was a little surprising. Uh, Kirby Cox asks, over under on 42 points for State's offense this weekend? I'm going to say over. I'm going to say 45. I mean, it's, it's good. It's re- 42 is a good good number, Kirby. You, you could set lines in Vegas. I will say over, but it's really close. Over under three turnovers for the defense. I think they'll force turnovers. I'll go over. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over. Because they I'm throw the ball four. so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to move on. Let's give, give a couple questions Mississippi here. State got a basketball commitment while we're doing this. Oh, who's that? Uh, Jaquan Walton that was the – for real this time? Yes. Because last time he I was only committed was, for 24 hours. Yeah, I, I think this one is going to stick. It'll stick. He All was, right, good player. He he took a visit this weekend, and good, that good. sealed it up. So, so Paul will have all the details on that. we got some uh, random questions here from somebody named Fine Bomb's Left Ear. What sports did you play in it's high school? Ole Miss fan. Is it? Yes. Well, great. Let's answer his questions because he's dumb. What sports did you play in high school or college? I played football, and I, I threw the shot put. What about you? Uh, I played football until junior high, and then I, I was a basketball guy. Okay. What sports did Steve Robertson play in high school or college? Now, why would I know the answer to that? I don't, I don't know. Uh, what's he trying to set up I here? I don't know. And then number three, what county do you live in? Well, what county do you think we live in? The show's in Starkville, right? We live in Octibahaw County. Thanks for playing. Uh, another Ruiz Your question. Your sucks. Yeah, another Ruiz question. Ryan Sims, favorite drummer of all time. Probably going to be Neil Peart. Yeah, how could it um, be? Yeah. But my number two is going to be Carter Buford from um, Dave Matthews Band. That's a good choice. He's a very good drummer. Very technical. Yes. But yes. Um, Neil is number one. Neil's number one. Yeah. Quite possibly the greatest drummer of all time. I agree. Favorite college town outside the SEC? Outside the SEC? Uh, Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg is good. I had a great time in Manhattan. Uh, a couple years ago, I've never been there. I would like to go. That there. was a lot of fun. That that I think from a cultural standpoint, Kansas State would have been a much better fit for the SEC than Missouri. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many college towns I've been to outside. That's the that SEC. thing outside the SEC. Yeah, like legit college towns. Manhattan is one, and that, that's a good one. That was a lot. I, of fun. I would I would say um, Tallahassee, like right around there's there's like the district right around the. The college is nice. Mm-hmm. The town is is not that great. The city, I guess, but they have a cool little district right outside the the stadium that's really cool. But yeah, I love Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg is a great town. Yeah, right next to New Orleans. Yeah, and the coast. I mean, the food is incredible. Yeah, I think if we could go back in time, I would have put in Mississippi State in Hattiesburg. Yes, that would not be a bad thing. No. Uh, Tucker Medlin asks, after two games, what's the ceiling for the offense this year? I mean, in terms of points per game, I mean, if they could average 30 points per game, they'll win a lot of games. I think the ceiling is higher than than what we've seen. Okay. I, think, I think that this team can throw the ball for 
you know, three, 315, 320 mm-hmm. or more per game. I think they can run the ball better. I think they can score a lot more points. Uh, so, I you know, this, this offense should be averaging in the 30s for as far as, you know, points per game. And we'll see if that transpires. But you got to think it's going to improve as time goes on. I agree. Uh, also from – from Tucker, if the ceiling is reached and the tuck the defense continues to play well, what will State's record to be? I mean, they'll be for sure an eight an eight win team, maybe nine. Okay. Do you, you, you do you agree? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, what was Will Bednar's most impressive start in the College World Series? It was the last one to me. Yeah, I agree. The fact now what he did was incredible against Texas the first time, mm-hmm. but to come on short rest. And throw a no hitter, and and go mm-hmm. pretty deep into the ball game against Vandy was really impressive I to agree. me. I I was I thought if you get four innings and have the leader be tied that you would be in pretty good shape. He did above and beyond that. So to me, it was his last start. I agree. I agree, hundred <clears throat> percent. So speaking of terrible parody accounts, we got a Brandon Walker ter- parody account here. MSU, huh? Who's your favorite Michigan State player of all time? Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. It's T.J. Duckett. Who are these people? I don't know. Here's Le'Veon Bell. I don't have one. Okay. I don't like Le'Veon Bell. I know. That was the joke. I've still got two of his jerseys, Uh, so I don't know what to do with that. Never buy jerseys. Always only buy jerseys of retired players. Yeah, that's a smart way to go. Or guys that sign long-term contracts like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Controversial question here from Izzy Mandelbaum. Hi, Robbie. This might be a little uncomfortable, but does it bother you when Brian talks over you, and would you please tell him to stop? I mean, to be honest, I do it sometimes to you, too. It's, you know, if we want to get a point in, yeah. every now and then, we, we're going to drop in. But it's, it's, it's not that big a deal. I've had a few people that have commented to me about that, Well, it's too. mostly just Fred. Is he Fred? No, he's not Fred. Okay. He's not. No, he's not. He didn't call us a clown boy. That's true. So. I just met Fred the other day. He was very cordial. And Fred then he called is me a, clown. a really nice guy. Really nice guy. But his Twitter Twitter Fred is different than real life Fred. Which I thought we were friends, true. Fred. I know. And then you called me a clown. Uh, the sorcerer. Breast or thigh man. Chicken, that is. <laughs> thigh. Thigh. Uh, I'm going to skip that question. And then, how screwed is WWE? And was Vince not watching AEW as, or not viewing AEW as competition the ultimate downfall. I think that's part of it. He's going to get it together. I, have, I think it started last night. Uh, yeah. I, I have faith that Vince McMahon is going to come out on top here eventually. That's just what he does. And my hope is that we're able to maintain both brands. Mm-hmm. I want there to be competition between both brands and both of them to be successful. Yeah. I don't want Vince to come stomp them out and buy them or whatever. Right. I want there to be two brands because that makes everything better. The good news is Tony Khan has a lot more money than Vince McMahon. So there's no. I don't worry about the buying out. As long as, there, as, long as AEW is getting ratings, they'll be around. And the people in charge mm-hmm. are people that are wrestling wrestlers. People. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, you're, you don't have, you know, TNT and Ted Turner and people like that jumping in right, and making the right. decisions. That was WCW's problem is – there was people in the in the office building uh, in Atlanta More that was making people. decisions. So you don't have that happening. I that that's what killed WCW. They kind of killed themselves. Mm-hmm. So I 
I just want Vince McMahon to wake up. The, this NXT thing tonight scares me. That they've rebranded yeah, it. Yeah. That that scares me because that was actually a really good product, and now we're trying to we're watering it down. It seems like we've taken away the metal around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when Triple H was involved, they had you know it was just cool. This scares me a little bit. So I. I'm uh, very, very cautious about what I'm about right. to watch tonight. I'm about to get selective with these questions. We're at an hour and ten, and we're still... Hey, we've, we've gone over two hours before. Let's just roll. We never have gone two hours. We have. When? The first one. Are you sure? Positive. All right. I, we'll I say we ju- we need to... We are, we are the people's podcast. Here's what's going to happen. It's 1.17 p.m. At 1.55, I'm shutting it down. Okay. We are the people's podcast, so we, are the we, podcast. we owe these fans a service by right. answering their questions. Dogbone33, if Arnett were to leave, would you be for promoting linebacker coach Matt Brock to keep the exact same system in place? Brock, though, isn't a three three five guy. He came in with Leach and is just sort of working in Arnett's system. So if you want to keep three three five, I don't know that Brock – I would want to keep Matt Brock because he's a great coach and a great recruiter. I, I, I wouldn't be he, opposed to, to promoting him to D.C. I wouldn't I, be either, but I don't know that you'd keep 335 if he's Yeah, doing. I don't know if he's going to run that, but if you got the personnel, yeah, this is a system that you can fit in some players I consistently. Agree. I, I mean, agree. It's, it's kind of a, you know, a player system. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, but... I think Matt Brock's is is uh, is okay. a defensive coordinator in the future. In the, I agree. In the Very near good future. Coach. Very good coach. Izzy Mandelbaum again. Have you ever played Thunder and Lightning on the podcast app at half speed? Spoiler: One of you sounds identical to Otis from the Andy Griffith Show. Which one do you think it is? is you. It, you think it's me? Yeah. I have listened to it slow, but I've never noticed that. So. Uh, that, who was that that did did the uh, that slowed it down for the whenever we were arguing? Oh, you know the which, numbers. Yeah, I don't know, but that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's 17. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Jason Luckett, in your opinion, who is a better Jack Ryan, Alec Baldwin, Harrison Ford, Chris Pine, Ben Affleck, or John Krasinski? So I haven't seen the bottom three here. Uh, I saw some of all fears in theaters. Okay, I've never seen it. And then I've, I've seen Hunt I, ne- I didn't October. understand how it worked because in some of all fears, the book, that's like seven books in. Yeah. And yet somehow he's younger than he was in Clear and Present Danger. I, mean, I, I like Harrison Ford in this kind of... Harrison Ford is the... Although, I love... Hunt for Red October might be one of my top five favorite yeah. movies. So. I'm, a, I'm a big Alec Baldwin fan, yeah, too. I thought he was good. Uh, let's see here. Rank, Travis McCain ranked the five gold Egg Bowl jerseys. Have there been five different ones? I don't know. But they're just... Like, 2011, there was... twenty Was 2010? Did they have... I don't remember having anything special in 2010 when they went up. 2011, to, they, they had went to Oxford. No, no. 2011, they did. Yeah. Uh, did they 2012, have, they did. Yeah, they said like gold. Trim. 2013, they 2013 did. was special. I don't remember. 14, they did. Okay, then 15 and 16, they didn't. No. And the next they one they had was was 19. Was 19. So yeah. So that's five. Okay. Um. I mean, the only ones that I remember though were the 13 and the 19, which were basically the same. The difference was that they had the gold helmets in 13 and the maroon helmets in 19. And those games were both very memorable late yeah, very in the memorable game. games. So those are probably the top two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I did like the white ones, too, but they they With lost the gold numbers, those. wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they lost, yeah. So, 
Uh, Miller time. You briefly mentioned it on Sunday, but how is it that teams can be expecting MSU to pass every play but still shut down most of the run plays calls? In theory, you should get an easy five yards every time, but that rarely happens. Is there some tell we give the defense we're running? This is a great question. It doesn't make sense that State doesn't have more success running the football Mm -hmm. when they throw it 60 times a game. Yeah. It feels like you should be able to catch them off guard once or twice. They got to be like... They they got to know what's coming because like when they're running the first down play, that's a huge red flag for Mike Leach though. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't have an answer for that. You would think that when they're rushing three guys, that you could just kind of run a draw or something and pick up seven or eight yards. Doesn't really happen. Yeah. Uh, Andy wants to know why has Marks been nicknamed Woody? I don't remember call seeing it. Last season, I mean, I think that's always been his nickname. When he yeah, a he was a he was a big Toy Story fan. Oh, okay. So, he, and he, I think he really liked Woody, so they started calling him Woody when he was a that's, kid. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. Good story. Why does every tweet Robbie makes seem to trigger all the crazies? He seems to become an enemy of the state. You're an enemy of state. I'll tell you that. Sometimes, that's yeah. I, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. I really don't. I mean, it could be my picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do look. A little douchey. I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. Uh, I have douche qualities. Yeah. And I can't deny that. That's it's just okay. how God made me. It's okay. Um. So, and I come across very arrogant. You're very I can promise you, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not arrogant. No, I'm, no, I don't. Know. I'm I don't not think confident so. in myself at all. Yeah. So, the Alabama Slammer, which is a, a great shot. Uh, and a fantastic finishing move. It too. was. Uh, this may be more of a sports talk question, but I haven't heard it discussed. Concerning football players aren't employees of their respective schools, does the Biden vaccine mandate apply to them? Your opinion, please. Well, you said it. They're not employees, so no. Yeah. It, the only time that, that that would come into play is if it's, an, it's mandated for colleges. Yeah. If, if you start making kids get it to enroll in yeah. school, then you're, then that's the only time. Yeah. Otherwise... And I don't think I don't think that's going to become the case unless this thing is like a, a preventative. Yeah, you know. Uh, another one from the Alabama Slammer: Who was the best high school basketball player to play football at MSU? Feels like the easy answer is Michael Goler, right? Yeah, was there a guy like way back in the day? Maybe so. I'll tell you what: I've always heard that Eric Molds was a fantastic basketball player. Yes. Uh, like he they, used to tear it up. He used to tear the, it up at the 10 gym. Yeah. Like, um, even the, the final four year, people would said Molds is the best basketball player on campus. Yeah. He 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 could definitely play from what I was told. I mean, he had the, the vertical leap. I can imagine how he dunked. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, if I remember anybody else. Like, it, it's, it was so hard to play both sports because they, they overlapped. Yeah, they overlapped. Yeah. You know, Lincoln Smith played both sports. Lincoln Smith is, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Um. I'm talking about just Deronia Wilson. Deronia Wilson might be. He was Mr. Alabama basketball, right? He was, yeah, so. and he actually played some. But Michael Goler is probably the guy because yeah. he, he started played three years as a starter almost. Yeah. yeah, and then you know he made some plays yeah. on, in football, blocked a couple of blocked kicks. Couple of, he was a good safety. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was told when he was in high school he was one of the best football players in yeah. the state. He was. Yeah. So I, he he'd probably be the guy. Uh, Jason Miller wants to know, Leach really didn't have a first year. Why do you, me, and everybody else constantly speak about how much better his year two teams are? He's only had a really abbreviated, odd 2020 season, one spring and one true fall camp. He's short a spring, a fall, and three games. Do you give Leach a year zero for 2020? For most of the year. By the end of the year, you've played games against SEC teams. You should be able to 
you know, kind of pick something up from that. Okay. I agree. Norm uh, McDonald just died. Are you for real? Yes. He had cancer that apparently no one knew about. What? Dude, that's that sucks. That sucks. I love Norm McDonald. Dang it. There's a lot of stuff happening while we're doing while the, we're doing show. the show. I'm trying to find like a uh, <clears throat> Deadline Hollywood uh is where I've was where I've seen it right here on Twitter. I've only seen it. It's only a couple of people saying it, so I don't know. Hopefully, this is a verified account. Yeah, so let's hope. Let's hope they're wrong, though. It could, I, it I could, doubt it. I doubt they are. God, it, it sucks. He yeah. basically had, he had he's been dealing with cancer mm. uh, privately. One of the funniest guys ever. Dang, that sucks. Um, Kurt wants to know who is the most NFL ready player on the team this season. Emerson. Emerson's my answer for that. That's probably the right one. Yeah. Because, you know, Charles Cross still has a little room to grow. Yes, absolutely. Alan Kimbrough, if Arnett is hired away from state this year, can we hire Bob Shoup back? I love Shoup. I, I think know. that train is, has I think he, he, left he, the station. He was up in Michigan. He had some sort of, I don't know, breakdown's not the right word, but he... Something he happened. Was, he was suffering from some sort of mental fatigue, I think, so no. Yeah, I... I wouldn't think so. <clears throat> I don't know if he's going to be at D.C. anytime soon. No. Uh, Donnie Caffey, if there was a trade possible in college football, who would you trade away and who would you take? I want a quarterback. No offense uh, to Will Rogers, but yeah. I want an elite quarterback. Matt, Matt Corral's probably... Well, you're going to get people I, riled up. I know, but can you imagine him in this offense? So, who do you trade? Ole Miss, what do they want? Uh, they're probably going to want a defensive guy, so probably Emerson or Forbes. I would trade Emerson to get Corral. Yes. Yeah, I would. That's going to be. I mean, you, you'll figure, you just take you'll, your lumps on defense yeah. because that's what Ole Miss is doing too. Yeah, so, but you're going to score a lot more points. Yes, yeah. because uh, that's a guy that's like he can throw at forty yards. Yeah. So if you can if you can get somebody one on one down the field, find him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he'll be able to pick you apart too. Nine on one Stark Dog wings better fried, smoked, or smoked than fried. Smoked than fried. That's what you want. You get the smoke flavor, but you get the crispy skin. That's fine with me. Yeah. That, that that said, and I think you agree with me, I don't turn down wings. No, I, I ate Fried, some last night for dinner. I love wings. One of my maybe one of my top five favorite foods. The defense looked good Saturday. How many more games will you need to see before you can really believe it, buddy? I believe in it now. Yeah, I, I've been on the I've been on the uh, defensive train for a long time. That's why I was surprised after the La Tech game. I think what we saw on Saturday is what to what we should expect. Mm-hmm. I agree. TJ Hand, why are we having to still address? Why are we still having to address folks trying to answer the questions? Is humanity just that stupid? Well, TJ, not everybody listens to the podcast. I mean, you know. the, the, but the ones that do that answer questions, Those that's are annoying. Stop, Those are not good. Please people. stop doing that. But yeah, uh, let's see here. Zachary Cooey, what's your favorite movie quote in a casual conversation? That's a good question. That's one of those things. Like I can't ever, I can't make myself think of it. But there are times where they just pop out. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it just. Yeah, I don't have one. I don't off have the top one of off the top of my head. That's one of those things, Zach. If we were having a conversation, I might, I might throw one in there. But just asking me to do it, I don't know. It'd uh, probably be something from like Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison for me. Yeah, I say there's one thing from Happy Gilmore. Not Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison. I say a lot. Proceed. That's right. 
Tyler Oliver asks, what's the first Mississippi State game you attended, football game? Mine was the 3-2 game. That sucks for you, Tyler? Uh, the first one I attended, I believe, was Texas in the early 90s. 91? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I don't remember How that. How old were you? I was two. I about to say, yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Um, what's the first one you remember? The first one I remember was the 97 Egg Bowl. Oh God! Yours, both of y'all have terrible. Mine's not great, but geez. And my and my first cousin ended up marrying Corey Peterson. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, that, yeah that that was not a good first memory of Mississippi State football, but it prepared me. Yeah. For what I would see, and from two thousand and one to two thousand and eight. So my first one is my actual first one that I can remember too. Uh, it's not a lot not a lot more points than you, Tyler. I was in Jackson for USM seven, Mississippi State six. Ooh. That's the two prior to the Auburn game. That was the most uh, attended game in in SEC, or in Mississippi for the FBS schools. There was a Mississippi State or Jackson State Valley State game that had more people, but there were like sixty three thousand at Memorial Stadium that day. Both teams were ranked in the top twenty. I want to say USM didn't cross midfield. Nice. They still won on a punt return. Oh. So Reggie that, Collier and John Bond, great. That's game. Mississippi State football. That was my you. first game. So, uh, Scott, you're going to your childhood home for a meal. Your mother says she will cook your favorite meal. What is it? Um, for from my mother, yeah, it's going to be mom. fried chicken. Okay. She didn't do it much, but when she did it, she knocked it out of the park. My mom, it's baked chicken. My mom's baked chicken is my favorite baked chicken. My mom used to do baked chicken three times a week. I love baked chicken. So I, I can't eat it as can't much it. anymore. Baked chicken, some homemade macaroni and cheese, and uh, maybe something else. I don't know. Some biscuits. Green My mom's beans. biscuits were good. What? Green beans? Nah, no. Nah, I was not much for vegetables as a kid. Oh, I'm Can shocked. You tell? Yeah. Can you? Wow. Are you serious? I can't no. believe that. All right. Calm down over there. You can have somebody else in your Twitter mentions. You don't calm down. <laughs> What's worse, an ingrown toenail or a toothache? I have luckily never had an ingrown toenail. I don't think I've had. I've had a toothache though. I don't think I've really had either one of those, okay. but the the only toothache I've had is when my wisdom teeth were coming in. I didn't like that. Okay. David Wilson wants us to rank these songs used as traditions at college football games: Dixieland Delight, Jump Around, Louisiana Saturday Night, Enter Sandman, Don't Stop Believing, and Sandstorm. First off, with LSU, I would go Colin Baton Rouge. Over, yes, over Louisiana Saturday Night. So I, for that, I'm going to rank that one last. If that's what I have to choose from this this list, that's yeah. going to be last. Inner Sandman is probably number one for me, just based on the okay. the tradition that okay. they have. And then probably uh, Jump Around, yeah. Sandstorm, okay. uh, Dixieland Delight, uh-huh. Don't Stop Believing, okay. and then Louisiana Saturday Night. Don't stop believing whenever it's a close game or Mississippi has a win against somebody that's really good is yeah. awesome. Yeah. But when they play but, it when you're down 30 to nothing, it's it's annoying. Yeah. Or if you're that destroying said, someone. It was kind of cool to play that two weeks ago and then have them come back. Except for the the, the squeaking or whatever's happening when they do the light well, show Well, that's thing. the thing with the app. It's like it's like a noise. It's I don't know what, what it is. What is that? It happened at baseball, baseball too. Baseball. Yeah, and I don't know how to fix that, but it's it's annoying. I, I, I like your list. I would switch Jump Around with Inner Sandman. Jump Around is awesome. Big fan of that. It is. I just, I, I just like Metallica. Oh, I, I like Metallica. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Sheldon Nations, after two games, grade the offense and defense relative to your preseason expectations. He's got uh, meeting your expectations as a C, far exceeding as an A. So meeting my expectations, it's basically like a, a C-plus for offense. They're yeah. about where I thought they'd be. But defense, would I'd say, is like an A-minus. Yeah, I'm, I'm good I thought with they were going to be a top 25, 30 defense. That's I'm, where they're, they're I'm good are. with that. Yeah. I'm good with both of them. Darren asks, why does Brian refuse to adhere to unwritten game day dress code traditions? Because he hates Mississippi State. Okay, let's be. I, I do adhere to them. The unwritten dress code tradition is that you don't wear the colors of the school that you're covering. That's what I do every week. Yeah, but you're not supposed to, according to oh, certain well, people. Just they, Those people are wrong. All right, now we're into some... Uh, some non-mentions here. Okay. Andy Lossick wants to know, Mona Shores High School in Michigan puts the M over S on absolutely everything. Some schools like Iowa are super aggressive at stopping this, while some other schools like Kansas State create usage agreements. If you two worked for MSU licensing, what would be your approach? So, they, yeah, they, they use the M over S Mississippi State baseball logo for everything. I am... The licensing department is pretty strict. Yeah. So, if they... They might not know this exists. Right. Because I, I think they would probably try to do something about that. But it also could they may have, have a agreement. slight difference. They may, but they may have an agreement with this school that they don't that we don't know about. So I don't know if you know this or not, but Vicksburg High School ran into this. Florida uh, went after Vicksburg High School for the gator. They were they had like the uh, the they were using the long gator, like the yeah. the full gator mascot thing. And and Florida went after them. My thing is, who cares? Well, the problem is this: is if if I'm let's say I'm an illicit T-shirt maker, and you sue me for this, you sue me for making T-shirts with your logo on them. But if I can point, well, there's this high school that does it, and you don't sue them. Got to be fair. You got to be. It's got to be. You know. So yeah, you. I, I I would be a guy who would look to create usage agreements because honestly, think about recruiting. What if you have a good relationship with that high school? That's true. But if you don't. Like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Aren't you the school that, sco- that sued us over that? No, our five-star guy's not going to talk to you. Yeah. So, I, I would do that. Uh, and this is a this commercial. This one's just commercial. This, this question's for you. You're going to love it. An MSU alum recently tweeted that Mike Leach's pirate persona is leading a group of undesirable followers that will eventually hurt Mississippi State's re- reputation. Who tweeted this? Your friend James the Centurion. <laughs> which undesirables which undesirables do you think undesirables I'll get there eventually will do the most harm scurvy dogs scallywags bilge suckers or landlubbers I'm always a big scallywag guy that's a good call I think we have to watch out for landlubbers they want to run the ball that's true they don't want to be in the air run the dang ball yeah uh, Broken Fairchild, what's the most random slash sketchiest job you've ever had? I sold studio speakers out of the back of a van for two days once. Not proud of that one. That's wow. Pretty, that's pretty rough. What, what's yours? A, a sketchy job? I don't remember ever having like a job I was just like, am I really supposed to be doing this? Maybe maybe working for V Sporto for a year and a half and not getting paid. Yeah, that's probably the answer. Pretty sketch there. That's probably the you answer. You got one? Not really. I mean... I was the cart pusher at Walmart. That's and, not sketchy. You know, That's a very good job for a young person. Yeah, I guess. So. Uh, Tanner Marler wants to know when will Brian Haydad will Brian Haydad be adopting any more sons? If so where do I apply? Not planning to at this time, Tanner, but you never know. Uh, let's see here. Richard Pittman 
All right, it says Richard Pittman done messed up, so I don't know if this guy is Richard Pittman or not. Uh, what was the worst loss of the Kroom era, and what was the best win? The worst loss was Maine. Got to be Maine. Although, um, Tulane in 06 is up there. Yeah. That's underrated had, but, that, but that was an FCS team that they lost it to. It was, it was. Um, the best win was probably Alabama, Alabama at Alabama. Oh, I would say the 07 game was better beating Saban yeah but they, they were kind of rebuilding beating them at their place yeah. was a big deal I agree uh, and then the Florida game was, was big in 04 I'll tell you what might really be the best win in terms of dominating a good opponent Kentucky in 07 State, that was a really good State win went up there and they, they were ranked just, like 17th in the country they had just beaten LSU remember yeah the number one team in the nation and State handled them in that game so. I mean that, that that's the first game I remember KJ Wright really standing out yeah and yeah. then after that, he kind of... Dixon and Ducree just killed them that game. Yes. So, yeah. Auburn in 07 at Auburn was, was a good big win. win. That was very surprising. Yeah. So. And then, you know, Ole Miss in 07 was, was pretty good. But that but was that a was, terrible game. That was State, a bad... State State played poorly in that game. So. And Ole Miss wasn't that great. They were terrible that year. They, they went winless in the conference. Uh, only made for the rumblings. We have like four of these accounts. I like it. Why, why can't you just ask us the question? Are these questions so controversial? Like this isn't a very controversial question. Uh, is state really as is state really as bad as we perceive them to be, or do we as state fans always have a negative filter after years of despair? State fans have a negative filter. Negative, but you, you're conditioned if you've watched enough Mississippi State football to be that way. I agree. I agree. It's, it's not without warrant. Yeah. Brian, are you secretly an Ole Miss fan slash reporter sent to demoralize <laughs> state fans? Yes. Why? No. No. He, here's the deal with Brian. It's so painful, man. Here's the deal with Brian. Yeah. He's just a state fan. Yeah. That's that's why he thinks this way. Yeah. That's why we just had that we just answered that question. Yeah. Brian is negative because he's been through a lot been of through it. time. I've seen some things. I've seen a lot more than I have. I don't recommend it. I mean, I, I sat through the entire crew era, had season tickets the whole way through, yeah. and you've still seen more than I have. Yeah. So uh, I can't really fault yeah. Brian for being that way. It's just painful. These people, like, like I wish y'all had been with me in grade school when I had to suffer through losing, you know, six Egg Bowls in seven years. <laughs> uh, people are spoiled as far as the Ole Miss oh, robbery yeah. goes. Yeah, up, I, I know some people. Up, if you grew up prior to 1991 yeah you did not i know some people times. that set through like 17 straight losses oh the older fans yeah yeah Va- so vaught didn't lose from 46 to 64 yeah i, I know some people that set through that now there's some so, ties in there but still josh watson this is officially my last week as a single man we're getting married this sunday congrats on getting married on sunday yeah, congratulations like josh uh what are some suggestions you have or things you wish you would have done on your wedding day i don't know gotten in a car drove the other way uh, as far as i could I wish that I would have had my wedding at a different venue. Where'd you have it? At at a church. Oh, I, I just I wish that I would have had it at a, at a, another venue, not not a, not just a church. Like where? I don't know, just a, a like a wedding something? venue. Like, okay. Yeah, I had mine. At we the went chapel. to see. We went to oh the my friend Big Dave's wedding mm-hmm. in the mountains in a beautiful. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. See, I'm not and a then, big fan of those though because sometimes like <clears throat> they can be pricey. Uh, this was my wedding was pretty pricey that I had. No, I'm not talking about. No, no, I'm talking about like for your guests. I don't like. The, I don't like. Yeah, but he only out. had like tw- he only had like twenty people. If that that's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. So, but what I really would do is sit down and eat. You didn't eat. No. Oh yeah, you got to eat something. 
I had something planned the whole time, so I had to go around, take oh, pictures, that, yeah. had to go talk to everybody, thank we you had, for coming, had to dance with all these people. We had a dinner after the after the reception. Okay. Like, we got, everybody went home, changed out of the tuxes and everything, and went out to eat. I like that. That's so. But there was so, there was so I, much food there. I will never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget this. My, my guy was my best man, my buddy Riley. Calls Harvey's, and it's like, can we get a reservation for 6.30? And Harvey's like, we don't take reservations. And he's like, we're bringing 25 people. Yes, sir, we'll have a table ready for you at 6.30. Yeah, you like, change your mind pretty right. quick. <laughs> but yeah, I, there was so much food at our wedding, like, I wish I would have been able to enjoy it. Yeah, well, they, they gave us like a, a box of food to take, but yeah. it was like, we, we I had to take it to the hotel, yeah, and the next day we're leaving. Leaving, yeah, yeah. So. I got like a piece of cake and fruit. I mean. Yeah. Did you save the top of your cake either year later? Yeah, I tried it. I, it it kind of freaked me out. Oh, ours ours it. ours kept real good. Yeah, I, I, the 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 mindset of this yeah. has been in the fr- freezer for a year yeah. kind of freaked me out a little it's, it's bit. It, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, but it was frozen. You so know, we got our cake at Walmart, and I'm telling you, that was one of the best cakes ever. I don't know why it was so good, but it really tasted good. They got good cake. Shout out to Walmart. Uh, Chris Nail. Will you, you, this is a funny question. Will you consider alternate endings for the Friday show in order to appease the always pick state against the, except against Alabama crowd, as well as the this is the way we honestly see it crowd? So the director's cut. We'll give you. We'll we'll give the we'll give the realistic fans we need uh, a ending of the show. We set up a Patreon. Like if you want to hear the real ending to the show, donate to our Patreon. Yeah, we'll send you the link. This is for the sunshine pumpers, yeah. and this is for the realistic fans that that like to look at things. So. We had, we had a question earlier about doing a whole starting lineup for Mississippi State. That was too much. But Peyton Dungan, you've got just one player. If you could put any MSU player from any year on this year's team, who would it be? Can't pick Dak. Uh, let's see. I feel like it needs to be an offensive guy. Okay. We need to improve Bolts. the offense. That might be the guy. Don't we need to improve the quarterback though? So do, I mean, who's who's the? But next there's guy? not a guy other than Dak. There's not a guy that I feel comfortable from uh, from an arm perspective. Yeah, I mean, only, I, mean, I, I never saw Dave Marler or or uh, you know Bruce Threadgill or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, there's so, just I not mean, anybody. John, John Bond. I mean, these guys are running quarterbacks. Fitzgerald running quarterback. Yeah. Do you get another offensive lineman? Do you try to protect them yeah, a little bit better? Could be. Could be like, like Porch, Randy Thomas, Porchop, Walmack, Randy Thomas. Yeah. Um. Trying to think right tackle. Uh, you know, Gabe Jackson, Elton Jenkins, a guy that you can yeah. maneuver. Ooh, Elton Jenkins would be a good Because one, this yeah. is an offense that you kind of move some guys around. Elton might yeah. be the guy. Yeah. But I feel like it needs to be a skill guy or a quarterback. You know, Molds might be the dude. Okay. Or, you know, like Anthony Dixon, the guy that's like going to be able to shed. running back. Yeah, yeah. shed. Dixon might block. be a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or would Norwood be the guy? Norwood that, might be the guy. Because he'd be so good in the pass game, too. In this offense, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rob Hadaway. So some bittersweet questions here. A few questions in honor of his dad, Mike Hadaway, who just passed away. Sorry about that, Rob. Dad was born in Louisville and lived there the first two years of his life. Robbie, what are three things in the town away from the bypass I should go out of my way to try or see? Market Cafe. Mm-hmm. Obviously Lake Ticata. Mm-hmm. And well, we don't really have a whole lot of entertainment. What's that up? That's in Nanawoya, though, I think. The Mound? No, it's the it's a, it's a restaurant with like this big buffet. warrior one stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Red Hills Festival during the summer is yeah. good. 
Uh, I mean, you say go to like wouldn't, the wouldn't the uh, well that's in Neshoba County, so never mind. The yeah. fair, yeah, about to the fair, but yeah, yeah okay, yeah, we don't have that. But it, I, I definitely recommend going to Market Cafe whenever you get the opportunity, either for lunch or mm-hmm. dinner, and then Lake Ticot is always great. All right. Dad went to school at Heinz and taught there for thirty three years. Uh, please rank these Mississippi State Bulldogs who were also Heinz Eagles. Wes Shivers, Kevin Prentice, Scott Westerfield, Fred Smoot, Tommy Kelly. Smoot is an easy number one. Smoot's one. And then Prentice probably Prentice two. two. Westerfield three. And then Tommy Kelly and Shivers. I would put Shivers ahead of Tommy Kelly. Tommy Kelly went to the NFL and was in the NFL yeah, for Shivers a long played time. on good teams and Tommy Kelly sucked. When he was at Mississippi State, I don't think he sucked. Oh, he was he sucked. good enough to he was good enough to have a pro career for a long yeah, time. Yeah, because he had a lot of potential that he never tapped into at Mississippi. I mean, State. he didn't he didn't tap into his overall potential, but I still don't think he sucked. I say he sucked. How was he in the NFL as long as he was? I don't know. Lots of guys do. That. He was the highest rated, highest paid defensive lineman in the NFL at because one point. he decided to actually start playing when he got to the NFL at Mississippi State. He did nothing. You go in, you go in and out on do we do we look at their whole career or do we look at <laughs> do you always go you always maneuver around what, right. to fit whatever narrative yeah, well, you want to make. I'm going to make my own narratives here. Yes. I don't like it. Well, you're going to have to get over it. Stay consistent. Finally, in honor of Dad backing down the Cobra security guard with a stern "No, sir" at the 2000 Egg Bowl. That story cracks me up every time. Uh, please share your favorite Cobra security experience if you have one. Do you have one? As far as the game day yeah. people, I don't guess that they, they're they not the same people that we have like guarding no. practice, are they? No, it's much different. So I don't really have one so, of that group. So for going to Oxford, basically after the third time I was up there, I would go in line and when I got close to the front, I would put both hands behind my head and I would spread my legs as wide as I could and still walk and I would waddle up there and I would out loud be like, please, sir, be gentle on my... And I would say that word. Okay. Because they would lo- they love to rough you up. <laughs> so, But my favorite story, and I think I've told it here, is the blind guy story. Which I, have I told you this story? Uh-uh. This is a great story. So this is the 04 Egg Bowl, right? So we're standing there in line. Cobra Security is performing their full body cavity search on everybody. <laughs> looking for cowbells. And I hear, I'm standing there in line also, and I hear click, clack, click, clack behind me. And I look. And it's a blind guy. He's got his cane. And he's got a guy leading him. And they're trying to make their way. So we're like, hey, hey get right back, back away. This, this blind guy is coming through. So he gets up there. And as he walks past me, the guy who's with him leans over and goes, he's not blind. And I'm like, what? And he leans, he's like, he's wearing a poncho because it's raining. He's like, I got three bottles of whiskey and two cowbells under that poncho. <laughs> I'm like, are you for? And it, they, he just walked right through. <laughs> they didn't even look under there because he was blind. He wasn't blind. What a genius! Yeah, I wish they'd have won the game. That'd but they would. Much... They, they would. They would do that, but they wouldn't take away the sticks on the flags. Right, right. That people had. I just. I, <laughs> that's I still, amazing. I wish they'd have won that game. It'd be a much better story. Uh, Dog at Auburn, Brian. In week one, you pissed off state fans by wearing a Giants polo. In week two, you did it by picking NC State to win. Do you already have the whole season of pissing off state fans already mapped out, or is it week to week? I just, <laughs> I just go with the flow. You know, whatever. See what going. happens. Yeah. Robbie, in college football week one, State played like garbage early but rallied late to win. In NFL week one, the Steelers played like garbage early but rallied late to win. Which comeback was more surprising? I'm going to say is the first one because it was the biggest in school history. Mm-hmm. When it got the 20 points 
I remember saying, okay, that's that's it. Because the the all-time record was 17, I think. So I, I just did not anticipate Mississippi State having that in them. Mm-hmm. It, the Steelers game was still kind of close. It was 10 nothing, I think. Yeah. So, I, you know, I could see – I could see them coming back in that ball game, and there's so much parity in the NFL. You know, the, the games most of the time the games are like closer, and you know teams can beat teams no matter how bad they are, unless you're you know the Dolphins from the last like five right, years, right. which they're they're pretty solid now. But right, uh, the Flying M, Brian and Robbie on the way to Omaha. I learned that my wife hates Van Halen and can only tolerate two songs: Ice Cream Man and Panama. Do your spouses hold any opinions as egregious as this? What? How do you not like Van Halen and but you like those two songs? Yeah, that, those, those are That's two random. random songs. I mean, I love Panama. Everybody likes that, but Ice Cream Man. I'm not a big Ice Cream Man I mean, guy. It's, it's fun, but you know, uh, does my wife have an, an an opinion as egregious as this? She has a shellfish no. allergy. Does that count? Is that an opinion? She doesn't have an opinion on that. <laughs> Um, she doesn't really have the say so. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see here. Uh, I don't really understand that question, so I'm going to skip it. Tyler Heydrich asks You are competing against Brandon Walker on the dozen trivia. You can handpick a category of questions that you know you will dominate Brandon at. What are you taking? I don't know if I could dominate him mm-hmm. at, at oh, this, I, but it would, be, sure. it would be a music related yeah, exactly. trivia. Yeah, I think me and you could take him on that easily. I don't know about me on music. I know what my category would be for him. And I hope you're listening, Brandon Walker. I hope you're listening to words coming out of my mouth right now. Do you know the topic I'd pick against Brandon Walker if I was going to dominate him in trivia? College football. He's not good at it? Oh, no. He thinks he's good at it. But I'm better. Okay. I want to see this. I want to see a head-to-head battle. I, I would love to see. I've I've been trying to get him to, like he keeps dragging on with those two got people on his team and losing. Like, buddy, tag me in. Did Look, you see apparently uh Rasslin's going away? Well, he's I think the college football thing is taking up all his time now, which yeah, is great so, by the way. He that said he can't good. justify uh, having it. There's not enough viewership on it. That makes me sad. That sucks. I mean, because they had not only that, but they had like a good thing with the the connections between Barstool. Yeah. I, I was really enjoying that. Here's what here's what the, for me, and and and, I, and I'm not trying to tell Brandon. God knows Brandon is more successful than I am. But Brandon, I mean, I would say is like it's an hour a week, man. You're telling me you can't find an hour a week just to keep that going. Yeah, I mean, he's got so many podcasts and trivia things he does. Yeah. I mean, he's got his yeah, hands full. So. Uh, let's see here. All right, you, uh, good job. Flying M got in there just under the wire. Okay, did, uh, did he? Because while we were doing this, Somebody, I saw that guy comment. Yeah, he, he got a rebuke in. Good job. You know he's going to get it if he's on right. Twitter. We're going to rank these 17s. First off, the real 17, number one, is Rule 17 on Six Pack Speak. Yes. Nick Amirati, Justin Foscue, John Harden, Tim Nelson, Tommy Farr, Bruce Threadgill, Kyle York. I think the Fosk is number one. Yeah, first-round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was pretty darn good series, when he was at yeah. Mississippi State. I agree. So I'm going to go with him one. All right. John Harden two. Harden two. Threadgill three. Threadgill three. three. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we got to give Kyle York some shine. He's listening He's to the listening show. Right. I feel so bad because, like, honestly, <clears throat> he, he I would have him either last or second to last, but I'm going to bump him up because he's a listener. And, and Kyle, I know you deleted this tweet, but – you took a shot at Freeze one time on Twitter that was absolutely hilarious, <laughs> and I still remember it. So I give you. So you're going? Are, you, are we going to go? Foscue, Harden, yeah, 
Bruce Threadgill, Tim Nelson. Yeah, Tim Nelson. Tommy Farr. York. York, Tommy Farr. Amorati. Nick Amorati. Yeah, there we go. And no offense to Nick Amorati, who is moving up the coaching ranks. Yeah, yeah, good player. Uh, Alex Barham. Why do sack yards go against rushing and not passing? The quarterback was literally tackled while trying to wait on a passing play to develop. I but don't like that rule. You're preaching to the choir. I don't like that rule. Yeah. Well, in, in the it, NFL, it does count for passing. It's t- I, is it passing or is it teams team? Uh, no, in rush? the NFL, sacks come off your passing yards. Okay, I I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with it's that. It's an attempt. It's not. You're not running the football. It's it's a passing attempt that resulted in negative yardage. I agree 100%. With that said, you wouldn't have had negative 78 rushing yards from Florida back in the day well, uh, I, without the sacks. Those weren't sacks. That's a, well, that, well, that counts I mean, as a fumble. But, they're, but they're, they had sacks, too, in that yeah, ballgame that counted true. against it. Uh, what's the latest on Teddy Knox and Harmon? A lot of signing day, signing day hype. Nothing since. Harmon's hurt. I, he's out for the season. Yeah, I, I don't think I, he's I playing. feel confident. And then he's Knox, shoulder problem. I mean, he, you know, what does that have to see with him? Yeah, that's one of those guys that you could I could see later in the year starting to get some playing time. And think time. about it, like I said, we've talked about their receivers. Who are you sitting down? In the slot. Yeah. Who's he going to replace? Yeah, between I mean, Jaden, you're already having to split time with those Williams. guys. Williams, yeah. He's not going to play yet this year, yeah, I don't think. He's not gonna play. He'll play, but he'll redshirt. Yeah. He's dressing out, yeah. so, I mean, I could yeah. see him on special teams. All right. Becky, Becky, I'm sorry if I, I mispronounce this. Uh, Puglisi, Puglisi. Becky Puglisi. Okay, sure. What was your favorite look at the Met Gala? <laughs> I, the only thing I saw was a few on Twitter. I saw yeah. Sierra for you know I, wearing I, the jersey. What dress. is that anyway? What is the Met Gala? What are they doing there? Are they just getting together and partying? I have no clue. All right, nor do I care. Okay. Uh, let's see here, Zach Treadway. Do we have a slight conundrum at linebacker with Jet Johnson having his coming out party? Or am I just a Jet Johnson mark? I think I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves on Jet Johnson. I agree with the, that. And here's why I say that, because I think he will be really good against the run, but I don't know if you want him out there guarding wide receivers in the in the flats. Right. Yeah. So I I think I think what you saw was going up against an offense playing against his strength. Yeah. There's no, there's not a conundrum. You can't have too many talented players. It's a good thing. Yeah, uh, we've talked about that one. Uh, also, I've heard both sides of this argument. Is there an AEW WWE war? I don't think so. At least not yet. It's not yet. But it's coming. They beat Raw in a demographic the other day in ratings. We're about a year away of AEW continuing to acquire talent and build and and evolve from them making the move to Monday night. And when that yeah. happens, then we're at war. Eighteen to forty nine beat Raw. Yeah, not head to head, but but still a big it. deal. Yeah, we've already answered Zach Dupree's first question about why you hate MSU, which we've gotten a bunch of time. Both of y'all got blasted for giving honest assessments based on current information. What is or is there another job where people get ridiculed as much as y'all have for the past few weeks for simply doing what their job is? I have an interesting opinion on this. I think every job is that way. Yeah. Every job is a bunch of people saying I could do that job better. The president, chefs, football coaches, restaurant managers, retail, retail, everybody's like I could do that. So I I don't think we're unique. No. At all. But we're you know, 
our job is mm-hmm. pretty much to give opinions, to give analysis, and things like that. So yeah. we open ourselves up for a little more criticism and because we're, and we're, we're so on social media about it. Yeah. And we have a radio show. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. the stuff that we say. We put ourselves on the line a lot. Yeah. Got some questions here from Matt Haynes, who his brother Brad Haynes decided I'm going to answer. I'm going to I'm going to throw a reply in. And then oh. Matt Matt did rebuke him, but Brad, you know better, so I skipped your questions on purpose to teach you a lesson. Oh boy, Brad. Brad, come on, man. Now that being said, Matt Haynes does like hard shell tacos, so that makes him untrustworthy. I like hard shell tacos too. Eh. Why can't why can't we have both? Oh, uh, we can have both. Just saying. Who's been the most pleasant surprise on offense and defense so far? Offense Jameer Calvin. Yes, my, my answer. I think that's a good. I think that's a good answer. And then defense. I mean, Jet Johnson is Jet Johnson will be only, up there. And then yep. Cam Young has played really well. Yeah, like which I, I I was I high was, on him after yeah, seeing him. He's in played pre-season. better than I thought. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to jump in on the Beth Moen's hate, but my God, nobody likes that poor woman. <laughs> uh, I just don't think anybody's anybody's good when you get past the top level yeah. of ESPN. Yeah. They have so many people, and they're so robotic. Yeah, and, you know, the, a lot of them don't do their research. Yeah, it, it's just not a good time to be a broadcaster. Yeah. Rank the following Tonys: Tony Stark, Tony Soprano, Fat Tony, Tony Montana, Tony the Tiger. Soprano's number one for yeah. me. I'm glad they didn't mention Tony the Land Shark. Just for thank you, uh, Tony Soprano. I'm going to go this way: Tony Soprano, Tony Montana. No, no, Tony Soprano, Tony Stark, Tony Montana. Tony the Tiger, Fat Tony. I'm good with that. Okay. Brad, don't answer questions next time. Matt, good job. Uh, let's see here. Another another Jet Johnson question. Y'all love some Jet Johnson. Good player. We'll see how it goes. All right, Gil Mankling, pick two and leave one. Bill Street, Wall Street, and Pennsylvania Avenue. I mean, I'm leaving Pennsylvania Avenue. Politicians, we can get them out. Yeah, I, I do like Washington, but Wall Street's not much better with the with the fat cats. I've never there, been to Wall Street, so. so I'll go there. And I guess I'll, I'll I might. Yeah, you'll out. be you'll be there. Barbecue nachos, barbecue spaghetti, barbecue pizza. Spaghetti's, Spaghetti's out. Spaghetti's out. Yeah, that sounds Elvis awful. Presley. It's it's very interesting. It's wouldn't like it. I don't it's think. spaghetti with pulled pork and barbecue sauce instead of meatballs and marinara sauce. I, I don't want it. It's it's not bad, but it's not as good as the other two. Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Justin Timberlake. Look, I love Timberlake, but come on. Timberlake's out. Come on, yeah. Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans, Pelicans, Atlanta Hawks. Allow me to speak for both of us. <laughs> the Hawks as, are as, out. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to say as Lakers fans, who gives a crap? That's three meaningless teams that will never win a championship. Bunch of jabronis. Bunch of jabrones. Bunch of ham and eggers. But bunch, you've of cart- got, bunch of curtain jerkers. you, you got to stay on brand. you got to go against Atlanta. Yeah, you're right. But still, FedEx, AutoZone, International Paper. You ever driven past a paper mill? Yeah, paper's out. Paper's out. It stinks. Uh, Gil Mankling, lifelong Memphian and graduate of both Memphis and Mississippi State. I want 100% want State to win, but is it wrong of me to want Memphis to do kind of okay? Yeah. I think if you're, what you're hoping for is State to win like 49 to 28. He's got a different perspective than most people. Yeah. So, I, you know, you just want both teams to have fun. Yeah. Let's hope, hope everybody has a good time. All right. We're wrapping it up. So that's it. We're, we're, I'm leaving like three or four questions here, but that's just the way it's going to happen. Incredible. That's the way it's going to have to That be. was an incredible 
Yeah, we're right at it. Turn out there. All right, guys. Want everybody to have a great day. Back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.